P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rock! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans, welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Zimmer Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk Philip Zimmer Hoffman, watch Philip Zimmer Hoffman, rewatch Philip Zimmer Hoffman, and today, this one's a long time coming. We've kind of been putting this off, not on purpose, but yeah. <laughs> yes. That film is happiness, and... Um, I don't know. I'm ready for all the feels. (laughs) Both good and bad. This is kind of a weird movie, but it is a fun one. And it's hard to find, and that's why we're here in person today, you know, uh, across the table from each other, but watching this together, because you can't stream this right now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stream this right now. So we had to order the DVD. It's finally in... We're ready to go. We're ready to watch. You do not have COVID. You tested negative. Last time I tested negative, so... Negative all the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mr. Negative. That's your COVID nickname. So, are you ready to go? Are you ready to rock? Or should we... Uh... I'm, I'm ready. Let's 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 start this. Normally, sometimes I'll say plugs or other things here. I think we have time on this one, because this is a long yes. one. <laughs> so, yes, 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 yes. Count yes. us down. So, you're on the DVD. It says Trimark. Trimark Pictures. So, in... Ready, guys? Five, four, three, two, one, play. Okay, try mark. It's now on to GM. Good machine releasing. <laughs> that sounds like what Philip Seymour Hoffman does in the movie. Mm. Oh. Oof. Spoiler. Jeez. <laughs> sure it's not too loud because uh, we had that bleed through that one time yes and are the subtitles on Kyle I, I turned them on in the menu so we'll see um, Good Machine slash Killer Films I, I mean this movie's gotta be you know Phil Hoffman played some troubled characters but is <laughs> oh god John Lovitz I don't see any subtitles Kyle well they haven't ta- spoken yet oh there we go, Andy. Oh, these, like, well, I forgot we're watching TVD, so these are these clunky subtitles. Are you okay? I mean, it's good, we could read yeah. them. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. It's a foodie scene. It is a foodie scene. Sorry. <laughs> he's in, he's in uh, two foodie scenes in Friends. Yes. That's the same character. One of the, like, weird characters that returns that they don't really explain. Yeah, but... Uh, what's, this, uh, what's, what's this lady's name? I, forget what I she always is. forget. But I, know, <laughs> I feel bad. But I know that she played a doctor named Megan that delivered Steve Martin's third child in Father of the Bride Part 2. Oh, God. <laughs> and they named the daughter after her. Oh. 
Yeah, Dr. Megan. She, I know her from Frasier a lot. She's yeah. Mel, uh, I guess Niles' second wife. And she was on Hung, a show I know. Oh. God, and guys, I want to apologize. I try not to wear corduroy when I podcast. I am wearing corduroy today. What does that mean? I just tend to, like, while I'm watching and just fidgeting, like, rub the corduroy and obviously makes a sound. So, so, if you... <laughs> so this is a movie you're going to rub your... No, no, no. <laughs> I rub it at the knees, okay? I'm not even thinking. I'm not upper thigh rubbing the corduroy. <laughs> Already, this is... By the way, put the kids to bed for this one. <laughs> This is not a PSI. Is this a family podcast? No, but even, you know, some of them could be. Actually, I don't know. The yearling Arthur? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but certainly this is not one. When you pop in a DVD like this, it makes you really appreciate, like, how far we've moved even from DVD quality. Yeah. Yeah, DVDs were pretty much, it was like, okay, so we can get widescreen now. We can get that 16 by 9. And then we're putting like VHSs onto a disc. Like it was that's that's pretty much what it was. Which you could get some some VHSs I remember were in uh in widescreen. Yeah, but this, yeah. but let's see. But very rarely people were like, Why why are there bars on the on the TV? Remember that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, why do people like to hold their phone horizontal versus or <laughs> well, hold it vertical versus horizontal these days? Well, you're clearly not a TikTok man. No. Uh, Jane Addams. Mm. Jane Addams. It's plays, such a simple name. Plays Joy Jordan. Sounds like a superhero in this movie. John Levitz plays Andy Cornbluth. <laughs> Not only a foodie scene, but a, cor- a, a foodie name, Cornbluth. <laughs> I'm gonna, maybe I can turn it a little more up. I can't hear them at all. But that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're talking pretty. Soft-spoken. Yeah, soft-spoken scenes. Well, this is what we got to do for you guys. You voted for this a while ago, and we only have the DVD option here. <laughs> did, did you think this ever came out on VHS? Do, wait, is that an ashtray with her name yes. on Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, did, did this ever come out on VHS? Uh, oh, God, just even... Oh, maybe I'll turn it down. Um, what year is this movie? Okay. <laughs> we are so be, bad. To it would be sorry. easier to look at the IMDb page for that versus trying to find it on the DVD. And while you look that up, it's ninety eight. This is definitely VHS territory. This is this is rental out of yeah 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 for sure for I, sure. You're like right. we like we. I feel like my family got a DVD player kind of right when it came out. I remember being in like sixth or seventh grade, which would be ninety nine two thousand. So let me turn it back down a little bit with the with the the ribald the laughter and the laughter, uh, and then Kyle, why don't you remind us of what that episode was like? Our original episode, uh, it was a fun one on happiness. Yeah, uh, we talked with one of my a, f- a friend, and she was an adjunct professor of mine. And Paz, she is a filmmaker, uh, and uh, you know, just works in video production. And uh, yeah, I just uh, you know back when that was. Both of our, you know, P.S. I Love Hoffman, that was our first podcast besides, I think, we guested on a few episodes of, like, other people's podcasts. But this was our first venture, and we were, you know, we tried to, we did, I feel like, half the episodes, the two of us, and then we would always have guests. And we never had a, did we have a repeat guest? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Like, John Harden was on twice. Oh, yeah. I think Jenny was on 
Mike Manzi was on multiple times. Oh my Joey, God. Joey, was Joey was yeah, times. but Joey yeah. and Manzi, yeah, the, they're the 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 Podfathers. They're the oh, but we had a bunch of repeats. Yeah. But we tr- point being, we tried to get uh, new guests, and it was I, a movie like this. I wanted to get a filmmaker's perspective, and also help to have uh, a woman's perspective on it, just for a little a fresh taste on this. And it was. It was an awkward conversation, not due to us, but the, obviously the content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and you knew her. I didn't know her well. She yeah, was, so wait, she, a great first conversation between the two. She of was you. great, but uh, she had she had questions for us, which the guest usually doesn't do. And I guess for like her professor, uh, Pro- professorial. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the end of John Lovitz. Happiness, not happy-ish. No, not the. Uh, Pilot that Philip Seymour Hoffman said. There we go. All right. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty. This is 1998. Pretty early. So this is a year after Boogie Nights, as you guys know, was kind of like a breakout role for him in in the industry with you know filmmakers and his peers and and some of the public and and 98 I think is or was Twister before that? Is that 96? Twister's 97 or 96? 96 97. Yeah. So point being. Like, that was a big one for audiences. So, so this is... Uh, oh, boy. He's, got, he's, he's getting into it with that dialogue. And so hard that my D shoots right through her... Oh, yes, you're right. Sorry, reading the subtitles. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, he, he kind of looks like... This is, this is I'm imagining uh, Brant on his time off in Big Lebowski because <laughs> this is, like, the same year. Yeah, this is very Brant-looking. I mean, obviously, it's the same guy, same year. But, like, yeah. he's also... Yeah, I mean, I could I could buy that brand on his time off. By the way, our our thoughts go out there to Jeff Bridges, who's battling uh, the big C right now. You're gonna you're gonna beat it, dude. Cancer. Can't yes, cancer. Yes, I just want to play. That was a that was a reference to a co-star's show of Phil Seymour and Laura Linney was mm-hmm. on a show called The Big C, the big C, which I did not know that that stood for cancer. <laughs> You thought it was like... The big C next like, Tuesday. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like when it came out, I'm like, oh boy, they're really, they're going for it. I didn't know anything about the show. Fair. Wow, this is a long lingering scene. I didn't realize it, but he... Oof. At first I thought that it, he was wearing a corduroy jacket, so I thought you were in good company. But it's, it's, a, it's a... I don't know what that material is called. I don't... You know, it's not really a material, it's more of a design. Yes, it's more of like a... Uh, textile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's the I don't remember. He, he much was going about. to be the lizard guy. And yes. No. He. Uh, yes. No. He turns into. Well, I don't. Maybe we're not. Do we spoil things? Here? Yes. <laughs> yes. He. He's a pedophile man. So. Um, yeah. I forgot. I don't remember much about this film. Haven't this is, seen it since we talked about it that time. Exactly. But you so all fans were going crazy for this one. You really so that's wanted a it. Solid. I mean, that's three years ago, right? I mean, we started this in. Uh, oh boy, when was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we start. We started the podcast three years ago, March. So it's like three and a half years. So yeah, this is this is this is three years ago. I remember uh, she lived in. We Brooklyn probably Heights. recorded this right around nowish. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, it was fall in Brooklyn Heights. I remember now. Re- Ooh, beautiful. No, sounds beautiful. like a sounds like a movie. And fall I waited for Brooklyn you Heights. at a bar. But yeah, I met you though at her place. 
but you got there first, but I was at the bar. Because I just had got there after work, and I, I finished the movie, actually, at the bar, like, on my phone. I, I remember that, because we watched it illegally. Because we couldn't find it, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Um, if, like, if the studio ever, like, found it, I'd be like, alright, make it accessible. Ah, uh, Laura Flynn Boyle from Men in Black 2. <laughs> and, of course, Wayne's World 1. Oh, Wayne? <laughs> a, a gun rack? <laughs> I don't even own a gun, let alone multiple guns necessitate a rack or something like that. <laughs> we quote Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2 a lot. A I lot. Feel, I feel like that's one of your favorites. Just like replace gun rack with anything. That's just a great go-to line. If, if only we once theorized a podcast that talked music films, Kyle. Oh, boy. That counts. <laughs> oh, just even this apartment is depressing me. No offense to anyone that lives in an apartment that looks like that. I mean, yeah, it's just a little out of date. Uh, you like his uh, his outfit here? Yeah, we get a little bit of a better look at it from the uh, instead of the, the therapist's office. So look at those, those glasses, the twisted tie. And the just the juxtaposition between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. This is just This is this is just a great early time in his career. It really is. But they, they live right or they live right across the wall? No. <laughs> These hallways look so like barren, you know. Yeah. At least with some art in the hallway or something, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just those the Lights Weird and colors, muted yeah. colors, and ugh. Uh, he is being reborn in the shower. Ah, uh, and this is where we see the creepy things that his character does. It's... The creepy things that you've done yourself. <laughs> not, not to this level. <laughs> oh my god. We get so many sexual Philip Seymour Hoffman scenes that, like, yeah, he really you don't think so. You don't think about it, but we've seen a lot of him. Should have given an award for that. Are you a fan of those kind of awards, the AVN awards? AVN, yeah, that's like the adult film. Oh, uh, not familiar. Oscars? <laughs> Is that was that uh, shown in, in Boogie Nights? I don't think I, I don't think they actually used that. Like, okay. type. maybe they did actually. I didn't pick up on it. It's um if this is too loud for you guys I apologize. Turn. There we go. Back down to <laughs> I don't remember this. This is this oh wait. No, who's This movie, like, people need to understand it's just made to make you feel uncomfortable, you know. That's the point of it. Yeah. I mean but Wait, so I'm totally forgetting all these connections. So she is the sister that because that's that's um oh why am I Philip Big no why am I that's Philip Bigger Hall on camera in the high chair. <laughs> often both, often. both wearing diapers. <laughs> um, no, what's God? Why 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 am I blanking on Dylan Baker? Dylan Baker Hall. No. Just Dylan Baker. But that's Dylan Baker's wife, right? Is it? I don't remember, but I know he has a wife and kids, so 
I get where you're coming from. I guess we'll see. Uh, later in the in the podcast, we'll talk about the sequel to this film that both you and I didn't see, but they recasted everybody. Oh yeah, another thing I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding the uh, the DVD in which you purchased. I mean, was this a used DVD? Or was this... Yeah, we didn't have shrink wrap or anything. So I'm just like nervous. <laughs> did you, did you like saw it? Did you? I, I, I took a black light to it. It was fine. <laughs> um, who, who, what kind of, I'm sorry, what kind of person would, instead of like pleasuring themselves to images in a DVD, would literally look at an, a DVD cover? Mind you, the DVD cover is an animated DVD cover and be like, oh, right. I like what happens in this movie. I'm going to. Some people are into animated... Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but would you call that like even like hot animated people on the front? The beads of sweat coming down Phil Seymour Hoffman's face <laughs> elicits feelings. Um, yeah, the cover of this. Number one film of the year, Newsweek magazine. Newsweek, you're a bunch of sick fucks. <laughs> um, yeah, Todd Solon's film, Happiness, director of Welcome to the Dollhouse... Which is a very famous film that I've never seen. I've never seen it. I know a lot of people like it. Deeply disturbing and shockingly funny. David Anson Newsweek. Oh, Newsweek is all over this. Um, I love in the corner there's like a red, you know, line. And it says, mature audiences only. That's a weird copy, right? It's just like director's collection. Yeah, there's even, there's not like a real signature, but yeah. But there is, it looks like a real signature on the DVD. I don't know if you saw it. Oh. But I don't think it actually is. I would think that'd be... Well, you never know. <laughs> Imagine I bought, like, this precious copy of Happiness. Subtly Savage, Evilly Funny. Janet Maslin, The New York Times. In the scene index, the scene breakdown, 36 scenes. I mean, this is a long film. Look, this is a this is not a good sign when we're I don't know maybe fifteen minutes in this movie and one hundred and forty minutes. Oh, so it's two hours and twenty minutes. That's, yeah, I mean, that's you're long, reading the but... back of it. No, but I mean, that's just I. Uh... <laughs> so I, I did want to bring up that this film is what? yes a gun. Anything you can imagine controversial is in this film. You know, this, this is okay, a, this is a dream. I forgot. This is a yes, but like just even. Depicting this scene, even writing the scene today of just of someone uh, mass killing in the park is controversial. Yeah, this is like disturbing to watch. Just opening fire, yeah, walking into a lot of the space. sex is what like gets the uh, and the pedophile nature of things is what gets people maybe angry about this film. But they never mention this scene, and the scene is disturbing as well, even if it's a dream because it's the right to bear arms. <laughs> That's not why it's just uh no and it's definitely like this film doesn't upset me in a uh like I'm going to complain about it kind of way it's just a I definitely haven't watched it since we first talked about it so this was denied by Sundance they would not even accept it because it was too obscene Sundance. So. Robert Redford said no. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been in some stuff. I think I specifically remember him from... Oh, actually, it's a fun connection between those two. Uh, he was in... That guy's in Spider-Man. 
the Tobey Maguire one, along with Dylan Baker. Oh, yeah. He's like in a wheelchair, I think, or something yeah. like that, an Oscorp. I'm sure he's been in some amazing work that some Hoff fan is listening right now, <laughs> calling me a schmuck, but... <laughs> Guys, I for my for my fifteenth birthday, I saw Spider Man in theaters on Father's Day. With your Fun father? Fact, no. <laughs> Alone? <laughs> no, with Wes and Dan. People you guys don't know. Well, it's... No, they've both been on here. Wesley Vina and Dan Farrar. Oh wait, I'm sorry. No, I'm totally thinking we're on your podcast right now. I don't think either, I don't think either of them. <laughs> no, yeah. either of them have been on PSO Love Off. I I was know reading what podcast we're talking about. Here. I was reading about like some uh uh, New Jersey, of course, takes place in New Jersey. It's the Jersey plates, of course. Your home state, your pride and joy. Your Jersey. home state as well. No, it's not my home state. It's a state I grew up in. Okay. Yeah, that that that, that is true. It's not even like stretching it. <laughs> your home state is where you live and where your license is. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Uh, oh, God. oh God, this is so disturbing. But I was going to say, so the distribution of this film was very, very difficult for obvious reasons. Um, they kept getting denied distribution. Uh, October Films was this a, a coveted. This is money right here in my hands. <laughs> uh, October Films was a company that was about to to uh, push it and, and distribute it. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> but they they were owned by Seagram's company at the time, which of course Seagram's like. Ginger ale and stuff. Yeah, family drink. <laughs> yes, the family drink. A Seagram's and soda. Uh, a 7 and 7. Dude, control yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to even, not to even watch. That is so bad. And there's like a kid in the background. I wa- okay, I mean, Dylan Baker was in plenty of work after this, but these are the scenes that like you have to, like some actors have to think, well, you know, Especially today, too. Like, especially today, but even I, I remember just from uh, watching. I think like I love the '90s or something like that. Like Jeff, um, no, Jeff Daniels. Yes, uh, for the poop scene in Dumb and Dumber was like, I like this. This is gonna like end me <laughs> or like make me and, and, that, and then that, he goes that's like nothing compared to this film. yeah but he's like this is gonna end me or make me he's like it didn't either <laughs> <laughs> so uh when october films passed they kind of made their own company uh which was good machine which we saw oh so good machine ended up distributing it um i mean they were distributing other things too but it's funny because they all all these like independent companies that passed ended up merging in, like, the big Universal merger, and they all became, like, Focus features. Huh. And I feel like Focus doesn't have the luster it used to have. When we were growing up, like, when we were in high school, like, a Focus film was like, oh, I gotta watch that, you know? They had some big, I mean... Huge. I mean, well, but that's... But we also, at that time that you just said, like, that's when it was, like, them and Fox Searchlight, and you really started noticing these big studios specifically making... For sure, but I think now, like, when people look for these kind of films, they're not necessarily looking at Fox Searchlight, if that even exists. I think it's just Searchlight now. Yeah. Well, and uh, Focus, I think they're looking at more, like, Annapurna. Um, yeah. What's that other one that's, like, similar to Annapurna? Like, a lot of those different ones. Oh, God. <laughs> well, this is... That's that's fine with Because you like, uh, you know, straight man, woman, uh, white people. Oh, the poor... The sun. 
He doesn't do anything to the song. Of course. No, but he has that heartbreaking conversation with him at the end. So, for example, the, the most, you know, the most successful focus feature ever is, it's actually a recent one, but when you're like, that's a focus feature, come on. Uh, go ahead. Downtown Abbey, the movie. <laughs> you know, so like, that shows you like, what's changed there. Yeah, yeah. People also fucking love Downton Abbey. Yeah, but like, that kind of movie would never have been made by focus features in the past. True, true. They also did Black Klansman. Yeah, Okay. More up the alley, but everyone knew Black Klansman was going to do well. It wasn't like a you know a little niche project. This is a niche project. Oh God! Did you and, and never mind? Please don't. <laughs> this is so disturbing. Why, why offense? Why do you make us watch this? This is a movie you watch alone. It's just you know it's also sad, and uh, uh, of course, yet again, one I didn't listen to the original episode, but like he's. The kid, like, looks with, especially his, like, attire and glasses and stuff, looks like Philip Zimmer Hoffman. So you're just like, <laughs> it's just this horrible Cat Stevens, like, yes. song going on right now. So, this was voted one of the 25 most dangerous movies of all time. Dangerous. It's not, I mean, like... This it's just it's very I think if anything it's just not it doesn't it won't incite anything that's not gonna it's it's uh, it deters <laughs> fair fair um, okay so I want you to try to go back in that sharp as attack memory of yours oh boy and rem- as, as I sip on a beer <laughs> and remember there's a connection to that documentary the party's over. With this film. Do you remember it? Philip Schumer Hoffman. <laughs> yes, you got it. That's yes! No. So I forgot... It came it, out in 98? I forgot no, it until no, I read it just... It would be in 2000. Yeah, 2000. Yeah. I, until I read it just now. Um, I forgot it. So it was that Philip Schumer Hoffman, his character is based off Ralph Reed, who was the founder of a Christian, mm, the yeah. Christian Coalition um, and a Republican politician. Again, he was... Obviously, Philip Schumer Hoffman is not like a... A preacher in this or anything like that but Ralph Reed you know a little bit shady whatever like let's not make comments on that but when <laughs> when Phil Seymour Hoffman met him for The Party's Over he said that Happiness was one of his favorite films he saw on him just weird yeah he, if you're in charge doesn't... of the Christian Coalition you should not be watching Happiness <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like but it's just like come on Diane let's watch a Happiness it sounds fun <laughs> One of the films, Kyle, I mean, take a shot when this happens, or, or not, or do whatever you'd like, but another film that Jack Black apparently lost the role to Philip Seymour Hoffman to was this one. How weird would that have been? Jack Black, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah, that's too much. It's a lot. <laughs> Lots of pills. If you hear me typing, it's because I'm looking up uh, some interesting facts. I'm not just like bored doing nothing. Why didn't we watch this in French subtitles? <laughs> that would have been very hard. Um, this lady, her name is Mona? 
I'm trying to see who she's played by. Oh, okay, it is. Louise Lasser. The first wife, I believe. Or second wife of Woody Allen. Oh. She's, I actually really like her. She's so, awesome. Not be, I mean, the Woody Allen thing. So she's used to being in fucked up scenarios. No comment. <laughs> um... No, but I think she's a really good actor. Uh, she's in a bunch of good stuff. Um, she, she's. I think she had an arc in Taxi. I'm trying to see where I really remember her from. Mystery Men. She's in that. She's Hank Azaria's mother in Mystery Men. Oh, okay. She's recommending for a dream. I forgot about that. Another fucked up movie. Uh, oh, she, she's in Girls. Uh, this is Ben. Uh, G- uh, please look up his last name. It starts with a G. G- if you're on the IMDb. No, I'm on oh, the okay. last series. No, no, I'm, I'm back on it. Ben. Good, good. I don't see a Ben on here. Oh, Ben Gazzaro. Gonz- yeah. Lenny Jordan. Okay, so he's in The Big Lebowski. Yes. yes, you're right. And he's in a movie I covered on Foodie Films, Roadhouse, where he's one of the best, like, 80s bad guys ever. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Which I love, the, I love his entrance in The Big Lebowski. Hello, dude. <laughs> I am oh god why, why I should know his name I should know his name oh, I'm totally blank. Jackie Treehorn I'm Jackie Treehorn so good he's got he's got such a great voice I would love if he was still alive to hear like a Ben Gazzara podcast <laughs> <laughs> no he does have such a great voice I'm, I am not just for time Reasons and filling the void, but I'm. You're heading to... out. Yes. <laughs> uh, you got this from here, right? What? Stay in my apartment. I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna read the the back of the DVD cover. Honestly, more for my own, you know. Okay. So I might as well read it out loud. The search for happiness connects lonely lives in this subversively funny film. Meet three sisters. So it's like Hannah and her sisters. Uh, at the center, Lyra Flynn Boyle, I think, is the other sister. Oh. For, see, yeah, for, yeah, see, yeah. For, oh, like, it is things. Hannah and her sisters. <laughs> it's a fucked up Hannah and her sisters. And, <laughs> and that's got, a fucked up movie in itself. Con- yeah, oh, definitely. And they got like a connection to Woody Allen with the yeah. actress that you just said, so there you go. Um, with three sisters at the center of a struggle with the secret demons of middle class perfection. There's Joy, who is rebounding from a breakup with her latest loser boyfriend. John Lovitz, <laughs> Helen, Lara Flynn Boyle, a glamorous writer looking for drama in a relationship with a slovenly, obscene phone caller, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And then there's Trish, Cynthia Stevenson, the housewife who appears to have it all, including a shrink husband, Dylan Baker, who has an unnatural obsession which he manages to keep secret from his family and friends. They totally don't include like what his unnatural obsession is because if someone read that, <laughs> they'd be like, "No, we're not going to watch this." But you learn pretty early on. So, all right, that helped me a little bit with the. I mean, they're talking now. If I kept watching, I would have gotten that eventually. But well, now I'm going to ruin everything you just read because I found the sequel uh, by the same director called Life in Wartime, where he recasted everybody. So, look at those little. This like just like funny. He's yeah, like, like benching. I mean, I know that's what you do. So Joy, who is of course we said play, played by Jane Adams, and the sequel is played by Shirley Henderson. Are you familiar with her? 
Not by name. Um, she's in all the Bridget Jones films. <laughs> Honestly, never, never seen where, one. Wow, that's like really up your alley. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It clearly isn't because I've never seen them. No, it's something that like I think you would enjoy because you enjoy similar films like that in that era. I'm just I'm anti watching them because uh, hire hire uh, a Brit to play a Brit. It's fucked up. Come on, she she does a great job. I'm a, I'm not a big Renee Zellweger guy. I'm surprised. She, she seems She's like too pouty. Too pouty. She seems like she got popular when you were first. Liking movie Learned, stars. Having that conversation with my dad that the kid had before. <laughs> uh, honestly, where I know her most from, and it's weird because she's not a kid in this, but she plays a kid, is the Harry Potter series. She plays Moaning Myrtle. She's that girl in the bathroom. And like, Oh, you, you, I forgot who, like that you're talking about this other cast. So I know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's her. But again, she's in that Netflix film that I didn't see, Okja. Oh, that's a foodie film I'll eventually cover. So there you go. She and they have a similar look, so I, I could see that. So Bill, who's Dylan Baker, is played by Montreda Syrian Hines himself. Ah, uh-huh. that's interesting, right? You yeah, ready? I, the, good Irishman. <laughs> I don't know who Trish is yet. Oh wait, are you on? Yeah, I'm alone. Oh wait, yeah. Let's watch this. I'm a little bit. I like Jane Adams here, honestly, more than Philip Seymour Hoffman because she's so hopeful. You know, she just like she's hopeful, and she's just unlucky in love, and this is just the worst potential thing you could get. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And again, she, she's so hopeful that she's like, all right, I guess I'll, you know. Oh, God. Ugh. Wait, I don't want to look anymore because I know what comes up. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> well, you spoiled it. You spoiled the positive surprise. Ugh. I might leave this copy of this film at your place, Kyle. <laughs> Maybe you could watch it with your girlfriend. Oh, thank you. I would never put her through this. Why? Because you don't like it? You don't like the performance of Philip Zimmer Hoffman? It disturbs me. He's really, he's playing a disturbing character incredibly well. And, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. I forgot that. Can you, can you tell the audience who maybe not are watching what he's doing? No, you don't have no. to. No. He's just cleaning. Oh, and then, oh, he is. Okay. Effective. Oh, is that why the other things are hanging up? I assume. Oh, I assume. That's not right. We're back to this weirdo comparison here. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, is it fair to say that... Yeah. Trish is the wife. So, she's played by Cynthia... The wife of Dylan Baker. Yes. She's played by Cynthia Stevenson in this film, who I'm not too familiar with. But in the new one, she's played by Allison Janney. That's interesting. Oh. Yeah. That is interesting. Helen is... What is year it? is this? The, the sequel? Yeah. 2009. It's like a decade after. Okay. Oh, I forgot this uh, character. Laura Flynn Boyle's character, very interesting, is played by Ali Sheedy. <laughs> I... Who I love. Yeah. And I could see it, but it's almost interesting. Like, I wonder how much time has passed. That toothy girl from Breakfast Club? <laughs> 
Okay, let's see who else would be fun here. Who's Andy? Is there an Andy in this? This is, I think, isn't he Andy? No. No, because he, I remember who, you don't remember who plays him, who replaces him? I was going to say that for last, but. It's like, I know, but I don't remember. I remember learning and being like, it's Paul Giamatti. (laughs) Michael K. Williams. Oh. Oh, so Paul Giamatti. Yes. <laughs> yes, Michael K. Williams replaces Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I don't say replaces. There was clearly an effort to. I've always cast said people. he's the black Philip Seymour Hoffman. So, so I mean, he's very talented. So yes, well, I've never yes, so I've, I've never said that, but uh, yes, he's uh, very talented. I was so looking forward. to He was supposed to play like a weird like cat humanoid. Like the bad guy in Han Solo, and then because of like production delays, and he had he had to, uh, you know, when they like fired Chris Miller and Phil Lord or whatever, mm-hmm. and Ron Howard came in because of that, uh, Michael K. Williams couldn't stay on anymore. So then they brought in Paul Bettany, and they didn't give him the like cat like makeup. So weird. And then you know whatever happened to that Phil Lord and. What's his name? Chris Miller. Chris Miller. I, always, I knew it was like Lord and Miller. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to them, huh? They did nothing. What? Yeah. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they have it. Like, I mean, like, since, like, they got, like, let go on that, it, like, I mean, for, I mean, they were really chugging along for a little while, but now, I mean, now, I forget what projects they're working on now. I mean, they're still in the Disney family, right? Like, they're still... Uh, maybe? I forget what projects they're working on now. Let's see. I mean, you had Lego Movie. Oh, John Lovitz commits suicide. I didn't remember that. I mean, yeah, okay. So they're they're still producing Spider Verse. Oh, that was yeah, that was their. Yeah, I know they didn't technically direct it. Yeah, but like no, they, that was a heavy that was their baby. Yeah, because. Yeah. They they know, I know they know, they know animation well through a movie I uh, covered, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and then it's a Lego movie. I mean, yeah, but even before that, with one of my favorite shows of all time, Clone High. Uh-huh. One, literally one of my favorite shows. And they were time. also, they were Arrested Development guys, right? I don't remember. I, I... No, Community. That was their big Community, yes, That was their big For one. sure. Yeah. But so were They might lot, have done one or two Arrested A lot of people were Community Directors. What's it called? The, um... The Captain America director is also a community yeah. director. Oh, maybe that's what I don't know. Oh, no, that's what I'm thinking. They're the community guys. The two, the two those then, brothers. The Russo brothers are community Well, guys. I think they did uh, Scrubs, maybe. Yeah. Molly Shannon. Superstar. That was, always a sketch, that was always a sketch that bothered me. Why? It's, it's a high school film, Will Ferrell's. It's it. like the smelling the hands and everything. <laughs> it was just like she was a gross character. Oh, that bothers you, but Happiness is your favorite film of all No! <laughs> Do you remember her name in Superstar? Catherine... That's her middle name, yes. Oh. It's Mary Catherine Gallagher. Okay. Thorn of the Dance. It just, this movie also just captures, like, the mundane so well. So it's depressing and, like, never showing 
anything. I don't think anything glamorous per se. You know the opposite uh, feeling for everything you're describing is happiness. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you should call like a shear of happiness, a gleam. Oh my god! What? <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> this movie. For another. <laughs> Don't worry, we're 35 minutes into the film. So. It's only 35 minutes? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> and we've gone through all our IMDb trivia. <laughs> we've already talked about the IMDb? sequel. Was that IMDb? Yes. Oh, we already talked about the sequel. Booty scene. <laughs> <laughs> This is where we need Hoffman Bingo. Yeah. Ooh, this has some spice to it. It has a what do you call the little the thing over like you put them over ends in Spanish and stuff like that? What are those called? An accent mark in English. But you know, like, but like, act, there's accent, then there's like the squiggly. Oh, the teal day. Wait, teal day is one, and then I forgot the other one. I don't know. The squiggly thing. The squiggly, yes. Yeah, that's it. This has one of those. <laughs> yeah, so that's an easy problem. To, I mean, that was off-camera thing, guys. Sorry. Yeah. So we have a bunch of Hoffman films coming up. I don't know, Kyle. Do you want to still put it out to vote, or should we just? I think we just spin the wheel, or yeah, like spin the wheel. And that's the next spin one. Spin the wheel round and round. Because again, Facebook changed their voting thing. Yeah, guys, it's a you know the um this this well this will be coming out. What the the day before election day? Yes. So elections voting is corrupt. Either way. Speaking of election and, and the day <laughs> it comes out, Kyle, you'll be on my podcast. Yeah, High School Slumber Party for the film election. Uh, indeed, indeed. So you had the pleasure of watching election and this in the same day. Um, we haven't recorded that episode yet, so okay. Th- don't say yeah. too much, but no, I wasn't. I didn't. I, I gave a brief response because I wasn't sure <laughs> <laughs> if that information was out there. But yeah, what a double feature! Uh, it's weird to say that election will be the palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> Not that because I mean, election just has uh, the movie start, starts off by um, pretty much confronting the differences and what uh, you know morals and ethics are. So. As a big thematic element of that movie, uh, it deals with some heavy stuff, but not nearly as much as this movie. So, no, no, an election is also half the le- not half the length, but a half an hour shorter. A little more, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, an hour forty, yeah, two 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 twenty, yeah. Um, but feels like <laughs> a lifetime shorter. Nothing, it's not, it's not like I'm, this is one of those movies, it falls into a category of like, I know that it's good, 
I'm not saying it's great, but I know that it's good. It's it's got some meaty characters that I totally get why like an actor is interested in it. I just um, you know rewatchability not that much, and even for the big guy, which I, like his like him and Dylan Baker, you know, take the cake of as far as the most awkward characters in this film, and uh, yeah. It's just it's 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 rough to watch even just if I was going to take in his role. I there's a lot of like food scenes, you know. You're of course the host of food <laughs> films, and it's making the mood for a salad. Like, and I, I don't often get in the mood for a salad. I remember being a kid and watching an episode of Charles in Charge <laughs> where he makes a salad, and after I watched it, I demanded a salad. <laughs> demanded, well. I was like, well, I was like, I really want a salad. And I think my aunt was watching me. She's like, we don't have the stuff to make a salad. I'm like, well, let's go to the supermarket. And, like, <laughs> and I went to the supermarket and bought the accoutrements out of a, uh, a salad. This is so happiness conversation, but whatever. Uh, what's your favorite salad dressing? <laughs> uh, just a good house no, um, I mean, I love that. Was, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, no, no, I, I, that for sure. I used to, you know, I loved growing up, especially going to, um, you know, there was a Charlie Brown's, like, well, about a couple of just them, right, right by, really? Yeah. All of them? The one in the. Oh, in Old Japan. And the other one, I think all of them, yeah, actually. Because the other one was in Washington Township? Well, they closed like half of them a while ago, oh, and they had like okay. two or three I mean, open. I haven't been to one. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you're early. Hey. We're, we're still recording our other podcast. Oh, really? Okay. You're seven minutes early, but still whatever. What, uh, what are you recording? <laughs> we're watching Happiness. Yeah, we're live, live watching and commenting okay. on Happiness. Oh, nice. Have a seat. Have a seat. Talk sure. with us. With the mic set up for you. This is our good friend, Danny Kim. Hi. Hi. Ooh, nice hat. Thanks. He will be... He will for be... For a scally hat. Uh, nice. <laughs> you, you said you would give Nicole a hat like that. Do you still have that? Oh, yeah. Let me get that out so I don't forget. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so Dan, how you doing? I'm doing good. Have you seen Happiness before? I have not. It's fucked up. This um, looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman on the cover. Yes, that, that's the podcast you're yeah. on. P.S. I love Hoffman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing a rewatch right now. Um, this movie is like not distributed anymore. It's kind of we have to get the DVD, so we're waiting a while. Um, it's a, it's a movie with a lot of... You've missed a lot of crazy stuff. There's a lot of crazy stuff to happen. I'll put it that way. Uh, but Pilsner Hoffman pretty much ejaculates on screen. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> we just passed that. Of course, Dan, you were a guest on PSL of Hoffman for... Which was The Master? The Master. Yeah, The Master, yeah. Which people ejaculate in that movie. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was, uh, that was you a very masterful right moment. Oh. <laughs> so... This is a movie, again, that uh, the fans wanted us to watch. It's, uh, this guy's in things, right? With the mustache? Yeah. Mad Men. Oh, true. Oh, and uh, Dylan Baker plays a pedophile. Nice. And was talking with his son earlier, explaining to him, like, because his son is jealous, I think, of other boys talking of, of their bodies evolving. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so he's asking him if he has... Learned to touch himself yet and stuff. So he, he does look like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> this like yeah. creamy skin. Yeah, like, the come over. Yeah, 
He looks like he's in Missouri with a gun on his front lawn. That's what he looks like. And Dan, you passed by because you're going to be chatting election with me and Kyle for my podcast, which I forgot the name of. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> high School Slumber Party. No, I was going to say PSL Hoffman quickly, but High School Slumber Party and uh, Election's kind of another fucked up film. This is a little bit worse. I'm excited about it, yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is a foodie scene, Kyle. <laughs> Another foodie scene here. Man, I feel like these places don't exist anymore. Like, when we were younger, there was always, like, a generic, like, kind of fast foodie place with, like, arcade games. Yeah, like, you used to go after the, 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 the softball game or whatever. That looks uh, like the fireplace. That does, yeah, that's premise, a good yeah. place for that, too. Actually, yeah. it might be because the movie takes place in Jersey, there's a good chance that that's Ring 17. Oh, I see cars passing by. Let's look, look this up, up the locations on Let's IMDb look this up. See if it, it really, honestly, it might It be. looks like, it like, a, like, a, like a fireplace. Because it's or like got a those hut. lights. Yeah. Yeah, Rutz Hut. Yep, yep. But I don't know if Fireplace ever had arcades, though, did they? But they might have like added that because they want kids playing for the scene yeah, in maybe, the background. Yeah. I definitely even had like a generic red jersey like that <laughs> playing Little League growing up. Almost exclusively filmed on location in New Jersey. That's what it says. It's I mean, who knows? But it doesn't um, have there's a bad. bunch of places I'm sure look like that on the inside, but for sure a place that we went to in our youth, the fireplace. <laughs> Robins. Oh, well, it's Callahan's. It looks. It says Callahan's in the cup. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my! Oh, God. totally. Yes, there you go. Wait, so which Callahan's is that? Fort Lee, that was not, that was not, but that was not the Fort Lee Callahan's though, because the Fort yeah. Lee Callahan's did not look like that. In, in ever, ever. Yeah, it did. It had the brick light. Yeah, ninety eight. No, it looked more like it looked more modern. There was a Callahan's. There used to be a Callahan's on Route forty six that looked. Oh, that more would make like more a, sense because of the yeah. fast cars. Oh, possible. yeah. That's, that's that, that might yeah. be the old Callahan's on Route forty six. So Kyle, yeah. why, at the Foodie <laughs> Films, then why don't you tell people who aren't familiar with Callahan's what Callahan's is? Was Callahan's uh, was a, a hot dog joint, uh, more of a sit down restaurant versus there's a, a, another famous hot dog place. So there, the, well. As uh, Dan was saying, there was this one on 46, which this one most likely was filmed at. And uh, crazy that they even kept, like, the name on the cups. Uh, I wonder if Callahan's knew, like, what kind of movie was, like... <laughs> I thought it was a fucked up scene, but that's interesting. But um, there was... Next to... Uh, in Fort Lee, there was a Callahan's that was, that's next to a still-existing hot dog place called Hiram's, which Anthony Bourdain stopped by on the New Jersey episode of Parts Unknown. And, uh, yeah, definitely Callahan's was more like the family restaurant versus Hiram's is just like a road stand, like a few seats inside. But they were rivals. Rivals in Hiram's one, and then Callahan's moved out of, uh, I don't know when the Route 46 one closed, but then they reopened in Norwood, New Jersey, a town over from where we each grew up, and they just closed recently, I believe, uh, unfortunately, pandemic, uh, you know, related. Pandemic related. Interesting. Interesting. So, Danny, do you want to continue the film here, or do you want to uh, come back later? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's your choice. Um, There's a lot left. No, we we can continue. I mean, I have all whenever left. you whenever you want to leave, we'll uh, you know you can leave. <laughs> uh, but uh, whenever you tap out, we'll tap out. But we'll. It's up to you. 
I don't know what your night looks like. I don't know. You have a curfew tonight. I don't have a curfew tonight. If you guys want to keep going with this, then <laughs> we can continue. I'll chime in if I see something exciting. <laughs> it's completely yeah, up to you. Yeah. Interesting first watch subtitles. and <laughs> It is a weird movie to just walk into. I've never heard this movie. and Yeah, it's a, it's a messed up movie. <laughs> so... Kyle, why don't you describe what's happening now and the grooming process of... What? <laughs> Dylan Baker's tucking his son in? No, it's about the other one. That's He's trying to get with his son's best friend here. <sighs> it's so bad. This movie, I, can't, I can't believe it with this movie. Oh, God. So to not talk about this, uh, I'm glad you opted to stay here, Dan, because... Sorry. Kyle, stop making a noise. <laughs> I'm, I'm focused on Can the movie. beer. Yes. Yeah. Those are all... Those are a little experimental. I'll get you a beer. Okay. Yeah. You made these? No. No, 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 no. But, like, we're just trying. I so. think I brought a third... T- Did I bring a third tasting glass? Uh-huh. Okay. I can bring... Oh, yeah, we can just split it like that. I'll bring a glass. So, he's a kid playing N64. Did you own an N64 growing up, Dan? I did not. I, was, I wasn't allowed to have... Uh, uh, video game consoles when I was living with my parents. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Because I have because my mom didn't let me because we had our Super Nintendo mm-hmm. growing up and we were playing. Me and my brother were playing it so much that she she uh, threw it out in the garbage. Oh wow! Away. So you had one. Yeah, and then it was taken. Yeah, away. she like threw it down the stairs. It was like really traumatic. I just never. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I just never had one, but I also like I didn't like I would play it at some friends' houses, but I got, I I don't ever specifically remember being like, Can I get one? Can I get one? and like no being said. It just never I don't know, I was never a big video game person. I grew up playing a lot of video games, but I was never a gamer. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like I played a lot of games that were like based on movies and <laughs> You know, stuff like that, just for entertainment. But it was never like, I gotta beat this game, I know the code, or whatever. <laughs> I just never played them because I was afraid that a uh, a friend's dad would try to hit on me. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. This is... Oh, bike pajamas, classic. So to not so talk much. about this, um, <laughs> I was going to ask you, Dan, obviously you were on The Master, but what if, what are some of your other favorite Phillips and Hoffman films? Um, You're like the Mr. McFeely of this podcast. You know? Why? Because you just showed up, like in the neighborhood, you know, it's just very Mr. Rogers like. So, what other Philip Seymour Hoffman films do you like? Clearly, Happiness is not one you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, refresh my memory. Name some all the Philip Seymour Hoffman films. Boogie Nights. Bo- Boogie Nights. Okay, Boogie Nights yeah. is up there. But I would say any yeah. P.T. Anderson film. Yeah. Heart Eight, Magnolia. Heart Eight's a good one. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Um, shut, 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 shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like Boogie Nights the best. Okay. He's like, I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that and The Master. Just, I mean, those are my two favorite P.T. Anderson films. And then probably one that he's not in, which I, I've never read a definitive, I guess we've looked up on IMDb what movies he was in that year, but he wasn't in There Will Be Blood. You know, yeah. so it's like the only P.T. Anderson film who, who while he was alive. Paul Dano's no, that's no, that's that's a no, val- that's no, but that's about no. He wouldn't have played Paul Dano's character, but the, no, but that's a valid point that like there's also not a um, it's not a bigger ensemble P.T. Anderson film, so there's not exactly a role that I'm like, oh yeah, you know, Phil Stern Hoffman could have played this, 
but I I think that's 2007, and right around then he was in he was doing a lot of movies. Yeah, he was. A, that was a, like you know that's after an, he won the Academy Award. An A lister, a star. Um, Savage. You ever see Savages? Or thus, the, no, is, I've is not it, seen wait, Savages. Is it the the set? I always forget. This is one of those. There's the one. There's the Oliver uh, Oliver uh, Stone Stone movie. Oliver Twist. I almost said Oliver Platt. Oh. <laughs> what Oliver but Stone movie? There's Savages and the Savages. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking about uh, Laura Linney. Yeah. Film. Who was he in? In Patch Adams. He's his roommate, a Dick Doctor, that is very studious. Oh, and... okay. Yeah, I think I remember. Twister, yeah. man, Twister, Twister, yeah, oh, Twister, yeah. yeah That's Dusty. that. That was m- most of the public's uh, introduction to him. I did, for me, for sure. Yeah, that and then Patch Adams because I didn't see Boogie Nights at that age. No, I don't think a lot of people though like recognized him from Patch Adams. Most people you tell no, but I'm just saying movies that like those were the first movies that I saw him in. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, certainly Dusty, I recognized him in yeah. more than anything at that age. Oh, this is good, right? Gotta take pictures of the beer that we're consuming. That's what I'm commenting on, not like the scene. Oh, this is good. Dr. Maplewood. That's his name. Maplewood or something. God. <laughs> oh, I love the Long King Polly. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, some people hate that movie. I Kyle's love that movie. the biggest cheerleader for that movie. I enjoy it. I definitely enjoy it. I love that well, movie. Well, like, I mean, but his character is just so good in that movie. Yeah, it's. I think it's still. I think it's a funny comedy because you also then get, as we've said, Alec Baldwin and Hank Azaria, and of, of course, I mean Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. I think are good in it. Yeah, like are some of like the the story arcs and stuff like that. Uh, simple and like she's got a pet ferret. It's like she's <laughs> she's, she's different. She's a free spirit. It's like that Patton Oswalt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad but whatever, awesome. have fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's but it's fun, but uh but yeah, but Phil's from Hoffman. Come on, make it rain all day, every day. White, you can do everything. white chocolate. That's what he says in Heart Eight when he's like, Why don't you have some fun, old uh, man? Fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him in a while. Oh. So so that boy is who? His Dylan friend. Baker's son's friend that okay. he wants to bust. Yeah. But people love this. Did movie. he drug him? Ugh. What's he driving? What is that? Oh, brother. <laughs> I forgot how the percentage of this movie sitting down. Well, yes, but like also his character and like courting of young boys. Yeah, I mean, while while there's the three sister three sister characters, I feel like it's a lot of him and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then and then Jane Adams' sister. I think is like it's like I feel like their three characters are the ones that we see and like what they deal with the most. We see sisters as well in another uh, P.T. Anderson Hoffman film, uh, Punch Drunk Love, right? Yeah. I listened to, um, I think I told you this, well, not, you know, when we're not on an episode, 
but uh, Adam Sandler was on Pete Holmes's podcast mm-hmm. who made it weird and they talked about that and it was, it was just interesting hearing Adam Sandler is just like such a every guy do your, and, do your uh, Sandler impression Come on, you have a great like his like like his cat. <laughs> Play with your cock and balls. Oh yeah! <laughs> I had the roast beef. It was horrible. It gave me diarrhea. God. Mom, go to bed. Oh, stop it! Play with cock and balls. Somewhat relatedly, I pulled up a P.T. Anderson quiz for you guys. Are you going to say somewhat relatedly? That's what. No, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to avoid this part. Philip, oh, damn it! <laughs> Stop accusing Philip Baker Hall of being a pedophile, Kyle. It's Dylan, Dylan Baker. Baker who's a pedophile. <laughs> no, the character he plays. The character he yes. plays. But I have a, I have a P.T. Anderson quiz for you guys. Okay, you Ooh. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You got to raise your hands, and then you're the one who. who... I can't just go. Ah. Can we have a sound bite? Like a well, I, I wish, but <laughs> oh yeah. Or j- just say it out loud. It's only two of you. Okay. What length of time did Paul Thomas Anderson attend New York University Film School before dropping out? Is it? Oh, it's with multiple choice. Two years, two weeks, two days, or two months? T- two, two months. Weeks. Two weeks. Well, oh, this is not one that I have the answers. I have to click on it. <laughs> <laughs> So just, oh, we have to guess. Uh, yeah, then, decide right, between wait. the two of you. Or, or okay, I'll fill out two. I'll open two links and fill out both your quizzes and see who does better. Okay. I'll just write, I'll write it down. You don't have to do that. Like, just... No, it's fun that way. Okay. Because you have to put it in to get the answers. So you said, Kyle, what? Two weeks. And then Dan two said, what? Two months. Yeah. Two months. Next question. It looks very Edward Scissorhands. With the... Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. The pastels. Mm-hmm. What is this part? Of, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. When when I'm going to be reading this quiz, if Hoffman gets on the screen, let me know. Okay, yeah, I'll be. Yeah. Paul's father, Ernie Anderson, was a well-known voice actor. Which of the following shows did Ernie Anderson not provide voice talent for? Oh, wow. not provide voice mm-hmm. talent for. Is it the Love Boat? This is a trick question. He provided voice talent for all these things. <laughs> America's Funniest Home Videos, or Circus of the Stars. It's got to be the... Love Boat. No, but like this is a trick question. You say the Love Boat? Yeah. One of the choices were all of them. And then you you say that one, all of them, okay. Yeah. Good. You guys are differentiating. I love it. <laughs> On what real-life game show did Paul work, which would later provide inspiration for the backdrop of the film Magnolia? Oh, yeah. Right, go ahead and say it. What do kids know? The Quiz Kids Challenge. Mindful Youth. For whom the school bell tolls. I guess the quiz kid challenge. Then what's your answer? I'll go with the same. It's either that or the first one. Say the first option again. I'm not for gonna whom the, it. Oh, sorry, sorry. It the first. Uh, what do kids know? I'll go with the second one because the quiz okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Because uh, William H Macy plays the winner of that show in like the grown up version of Magnolia. Yes. Yeah. What is the original title of Heart Eight? Ooh. Roll of the dice. No, I remember this one. Darling Clementine. Don't say that because because no. then he's going to pick the answer you pick. Oh. I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bad strategy. Uh, maybe I don't. I, honestly, maybe I don't. Maybe. Roll of the dice. Uh-huh. Darling Clementine. Uh-huh. Chance or Sydney. 
Why don't you go first? Then? Darling Clementine. Okay. Sydney, because it takes place in Australia. <laughs> Let's see who ends up being right. I don't know. <laughs> Three of Paul's short films have gone on to become features. Which of the following was not converted into a film? Cigarettes and Coffee, The Dirk Diggler Story, Fanatic, or Flagpole Special? Oh. It's either Fanatic or Flagpole Special. I'll go either. with Flagpole Special. Um, yeah, I'll go with the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What film directed by Paul was released in 2002? Punch Drunk Love, Cigarettes and Coffee, SNL Fanatic, or Magnolia? <laughs> kind of answered the one. <laughs> uh, Punch Drunk Love. Is that what you say as well? Yeah. Paul's father, Ernie Anderson, was a well-known late-night horror B-movie host in the 60s. I didn't know that. Yeah. What was his character's name? Zombie... Wait. Zombines? Zombines, I guess is the name. Bones. Wriggle Mortis. Or Gouillardi. Gouillardi. Wriggle Mortis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give that one a chance <laughs> What actor showed interest in playing the role of Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights but was too old for the part Is it Warren Beatty, Robert Redford, Brad Pitt or Tim Robbins Say Warren Beatty uh, Tim Robbins Warren Beatty Tim Robbins Okay. If Paul had been given the budget Cats and dogs would have fallen from the sky instead of frogs in Magnolia. True or false? False. True. Ooh, you guys are going to have very different answers. Raining cats and dogs. (laughs) The Dirk Diggler private dick (laughs) alter ego, Brock Landers, was based on what John Holmes character? Fillmore Booty. (laughs) Johnny Wad. Curtis Strongarm or Buckwild? Buckwild. Say the second one again. Johnny Wad. Mm, I just wanted to hear you say it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'll. You know what? Yeah, Johnny Wad. I feel like. Why <laughs> not? This is such a dumb question. When writing a screenplay, how many hours can Paul work a day? What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let me call up Maya and ask. <laughs> 10, 6, 4, or 8? 10, 6, 4, or 8? 10. I'll say 10. He likes to keep it to an 8-hour day. I don't know. 8. Yeah. I'll say 8. Which of these musicians has scored each of Paul's films? Oh, Each? There's been the same. Oh, go ahead. I don't know when this quiz was from. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just an internet yeah. quiz. Fiona Apple, Amy Mann, John Bryan, or Michael Penn? This is definitely an old quiz because he hasn't had the film scored by the same yeah. person. I don't so know, wait. John Bryan only because yeah. I don't know Fiona Apple and the rest. John Bryan's both. been involved in, like, I think... I know he did the early scores, so maybe that's when the quiz is from. But I think he, like, always kind of was, like, a part... I think he did the scores and then they had, like, she came in and did, like, a song. What about, yeah, early on, but then, like, Johnny Greenwood does. No, I understand. Thing. So I'm just saying up to a certain point. Paul Thomas Anderson was how old when making Boogie Nights? 
Oh, God. Uh, oh, good. I think I know this by memory. Sorry, but, Sorry yeah. just watching the movie as well. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. How old when making Boogie Nights? 26, 28, 24, or 30? How old was he when he made Boogie Nights? Yeah. All this depresses me, so it doesn't matter. Uh, 28. Go with 28. Which of the following actors has not been in all three Anderson feature films? So there you go. That's when this quiz was made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> William H. Macy, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Philip Baker Hall, or Melora Walters? Yeah, Melora Walters. Not in his movies? Not in the first three movies of his. Um, I'll let you answer first. What were the last two choices? Philip Baker Hall or Melora Walters? Philip Baker Hall. I don't know. Uh, uh, William H. Macy. In the film Magnolia, which star did Paul cast as one of the dental assistants in the scene which introduces whiz kid Donnie Smith? Is wait, it wait, wait, um, oh Magnolia? Okay, go ahead. Is it Georgina Spelvin, Veronica Hart, Sika, or Marilyn Chambers? Uh, Sika. <laughs> I'll go with that one. Marilyn Chambers. <laughs> Only 30 more questions. I'm sure. <laughs> Do you have the answers uh, right now? Or is no, I just I have to fill it out. Okay. Philip Seymour Hoffman is... Uh... Okay, wait, wait. Let's pause for a Philip Seymour Hoffman break. Because <laughs> hey. he's finally back in the film. <sighs> so he's a man who enjoys calling random people in. And just, like, asking what they're wearing. And yeah. Just... Coming it's hot. Yeah. Oh, is this? Wait, no. Now I'm totally. I'm like mixing this with like the story of like punk drunk love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, got a pint of pint of something. He's sad. Ooh. The fuck? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Kyle, before you moved out. Never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happens. I don't even remember what happens. happens, yeah. Something like... What unfolds? The magazine. Um, I thought you were going to say his. Hmm, it's really good. All these are pretty decent. This, yeah, the, the movie, yeah. Orange <laughs> peels. <laughs> oh, he's hurting from that, whatever, vodka, maybe? It looked like. It said UK on the front, so I think it probably gin. gin yeah. Ooh. Drink straight mean gin. Mean drunk. I like the hats on up on the wall next to the clock. You big hat guy, Kyle? A big baseball cap guy? Uh, yes and no. I didn't used to be. You're a dad hat guy. <laughs> I, do, I like my dad hats. You're not like a fitted, like... Red, no, no, I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't wear any, like, flat rim. Like, keep the Your rim. red Yankee hat. Some more information about Pedro. 
She likes him, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah, and she like takes and to, oh, and then to, isn't she like into not shaming, but like any like kink, like kind of kinky stuff, right? I think. Oh my god, he like is she into it. like like leather? I forgot. <laughs> what she's, we'll like... find out. <laughs> Ooh, that's a weird movie. Just like urges. Does it remind you at all of your your college days? Uh, first couple years out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dark time. It was at, you know the economy wasn't really great. No, just like just like now, so I'm having tendencies again. <laughs> we just drink a, a, a flask of gin and go to bed. I've never. Uh, that's besides like uh, like a tasting. I've never drank gin straight. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I don't think I have <laughs> like, either. Like besides like. I think yeah, like, like a taste yeah, like Cooperstown Distillery. Yeah, like, oh, try this gin we yeah. made. You a thimble. Know, a a thimble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love a good uh, heavy pour of a gin and tonic, but there's still, like, the tonic and the lime and ice and you know, all that. Yeah, the ice is a big deal, especially yeah. in gin. Well, the tonic, obviously, as well. But... Cool. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to find somebody. <laughs> it's true, it's true. So what's the uh, what's the next? I feel like sure, he's, he's passed out, so <laughs> so it doesn't count. Who was Paul's first choice to play Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights? Was it Warren Beatty, Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, or Jake Lloyd? Oh, well, there's the there's someone else that plays him in the short film. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say Jake. I don't remember that person's name because then he plays. I think like that the asshole character that comes in and kind of replaces Dirk. So I'm going to say, wait, no, wait, did you say Jake Lloyd? Mm -hmm. Is that Phantom Menace? Oh, wait, is that? Wait, let me look up Jake Lloyd. Yeah. (laughs) I just need to, like, (laughs) then I'll say DiCaprio. But for some reason, I don't know why. 97 is, like, the same year as Titanic, so I don't know. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, so it's definitely not him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess, wait, say the first two then again. Warren, it was Warren, right? Warren Beatty, Mark Wahlberg, Leo, and Jake Lloyd. Oh, his first choice? Yeah. Oh, that's a trick. It's Mark Wahlberg then. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that. Really. Which two numbers can be found sprinkled throughout the film Magnolia? Is it two and six? Eight and two? Hmm. Three and five? Or five and four? Five and four? Three and five? I'll go with five and four. It's something to do with, um, I feel like religion and maybe like a like what are those like Psalms like what are, uh, whatever it is in like the Bible when it says like the chapter and the verse yeah, of the Bible. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, there's something you know. Connor, <clears throat> this one's gonna be up your alley. <laughs> As we see, oh, I remember this. Which of the following music videos by Fiona Apple was not directed by Paul Thomas Anderson? Ooh. Is it Criminal, Limp, Paper Bag? Oh, I just need to know, like, the... It just makes sense that I need to know, like, the... (laughs) Or Fast As You Go. Or Fast As You Can, sorry. I have no idea. I think it's Criminal. Because I know... Yeah, it's Criminal. I'll go with... Okay, never mind. Okay, what are the... Give me the option. Criminal, Limp, Paper Bag, or Fast As You Can? He did not direct. He did not direct. Yeah. Limp. 
don't know in, her in the film Magnolia, there are paintings hanging on the walls of Claudia Wilson's Claudia Wilson Gator's apartment. Who is the artist? Is it Giorgio O'Keefe, Melora Walters, Charles Schultz, or Fiona Apple? Melora Walters. What was the question? Sorry. Artwork in the film Magnolia, uh, hanging on the walls of Claudia Wilson Gator's apartment. Who's the artist? Giorgio O'Keefe. Almost done, guys. Almost done. Don't worry. Last question. Is that Route 46? <laughs> I don't know that sign. Never knew that. Right. Yeah, that is Route 46. That's uh, that was but right before Teterboro. They probably just put the yeah. sign. So that has that had to be the Callahans. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Like, once you. In Magnolia, young Stanley Spectre can be seen reading three of the following books, except this is Magnolia for Magnolia Heavy, because there's only three films at the point of this quiz. <laughs> it's, it's, like a, nice. it's like a GeoCities quiz. <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry. Begin that again. <laughs> In Magnolia, young Stanley Spectre can be seen reading three of the following books, except Wild Talents, Our Natural Weather, Learned Pigs, and Fireproof Women. Where's Waldo? Where? Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? All right, let's submit these answers. So I wonder, okay. Excuse me. Both of you were wrong about the first question. Paul Thomas Anderson dropped out of NYU after two weeks. You said two weeks. Oh, he said two weeks. Right, right. No. Wait. Said, yeah, I said two weeks. You said two months. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. At least said two days. So yeah, I clicked no. it wrong. Okay, so you got one right. Yay! So count your own scores because it doesn't tally it up. All right. The answer to this next question is: What did Ernie Anderson? He's Ernie Anderson was a voice actor for all these shows except for Circus of the Stars. So both of you got that wrong. Okay. Number three: What real life game show did Paul <clears throat> uh, work? And the Quiz Kid Challenge. Both of you got it right. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what, okay. Number four, the feature film Heart Eight was originally titled Sydney. So, Kyle, you got that. Three of Paul's short films have gone on to become features. Which of the following was not converted into a film? The answer is Fanatic. Oh. Did you say that? No, Fanatic? Not, Wait. No. What were the choices Wait, for that? I, did, oh, I didn't say that. Flagpole Special. Oh, okay. That's what Flagpole Special said, yeah. What film did Paul direct in 2002? Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, Both of you said that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's father, Ernie Anderson, was well known as a B-movie horror host. My <laughs> what was his character's nickname? What was it? Kyle, you got it right? Yes! Goularty. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was something... I know it doesn't sound like Houdini, but I thought there was like something like magical and... Like... Gorlami. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right, the was actor that. who was who was interested in playing Dirk Diggler but was too old was Warren Beatty. Wow! So you got that right. Nice. Come on, that's, that's ridiculous. Why would he <laughs> imagine? I want to see Burt Reynolds directing Warren Beatty yeah. in the movie. <laughs> if Paul had been given the green light, cats and dogs would have fallen from the sky instead of frogs. True, apparently. Oh, all right. You got that. Wow. Oh, man. Damn. I would never catching up. That. Yeah. Dirk Diggler, private uh, alter ego, Brock Landers, was based on what Johnny Holmes character? Kylie got it right. Oh. Johnny Watt. That was a total guess. <laughs> <laughs> when writing a screenplay, how many hours can Paul work a day? This is make or break. I said one. 10. 
Neither of you got it. He could only work four. Four? What a lazy, lazy fuck. fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the next answer for the, who scored his first three films, John Bryan. So both of you got oh, that. Yeah. And I remember because then John Bryan's and Funny People with Adam Sandler, and I feel like that's probably how they met. I don't know. Punch on Club Bean. Oh, oh. And I knew he did other ones. I know he did like that's the circus theme that's in like Boogie Nights. Yeah, John Bryan is like a mainstay. Actually, John Bryan had a piano bar, a little uh, Hoffman trivia, in Los Angeles that everyone used to go to. Like P.T. Anderson, like Elliot Smith, like all these people mm. used to go see John Bryan at this piano bar. That's cool. And like that's how he got his his thing, I guess. All right, so P.T. Anderson, both of you guys got this wrong. Uh-huh. He was 26 when he directed Boogie Nights. Oh, mm. wow. I really thought I... Oh, it's, I like think, him. wait, for fun... I mean, I'll look it up right now. You can go ahead. I think Scorsese was 28 when he made Taxi Driver. Jesus. No, I just, I know, like, I, well, no, or maybe was Spielberg 28 when he made Jaws. I just remember, like, always, like, looking at that and, like, being very stupid and being like, oh, I have totally 28. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it? Did you do it, though? Yes, yeah, that's why we're in my basement apartment right now. <laughs> So which of the following actors has not been in all three P.T. Anderson films? That is William H. Macy, so you got that right, Kyle. In the film Magnolia, which star did Paul cast as one of the dental assistants in the scene that introduces whiz kid Donnie Smith? Marilyn Chambers is... I think, I think, I think you got that right. No, Sika, you said. Oh, you said... Yeah. I said Sika, yeah. Yeah, I think I said Marilyn Chambers. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Marilyn Chambers is also wrong. Veronica Hart is correct. Oh, I read it wrong. Who knew? Who was Paul's first choice to play Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights? Mark Wahlberg? Both of you guys got it wrong. It is Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Hmm. He, that's just According to this GFC. That's just interesting because yeah. like, I guess before that, like, as far as Hollywood goes, like, it was like, what's Ian Gilbert great? Because no, he was, he was, was getting like, very hot. Think about all the movies he was trying to book was. after that. Yeah. All the, <laughs> oh, should we oh this, the the Ru- this is the Russian singing to her? Well, yes. All right. So you guys both got the number question wrong. The answer is eight and two. <laughs> no, didn't. No, I said four and five. Uh, All right. So, which of the following music videos by Fiona Apple was not directed by Paul Thomas Anderson? I feel like you got that right. You actually got that right, Dan. I think it was directed by Mark Romanek or. Those, yeah, that's. A, yeah, I have no idea. Wrong. Who that's a, well, that's I, def- I had it on tape, and it was it definitely wasn't P.T. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. In the film Magnolia, there are paintings hanging on the wall of Claudia Wilson Gator's apartment. Who is the artist? I said Malara Walters. He said Georgia O'Keeffe. Both of you were wrong. It was Fiona Apple. Oh. So we And the last, with at the, time. the last one you both got right was Where's Waldo? Okay, so. I got a. Uh, one, Kyle. Yeah. Six. I got nine. All right. <laughs> All right, how much time do we have left? It's still like an hour. <laughs> at least. No, oh, this is that's why it's this is the menu. Remember, you were like, I don't remember this. In the oh, yes, I yes, remember yes. it either. But. Yes. What are they against? I think I forgot. Like naturalization. I forgot. <laughs> we use the uh, restroom, guys. So if you guys want to uh, want to entertain yourselves, <laughs> that's not the right thing to say with this. Menu. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back with with some beer if you want. Sure. Yes, please. Yeah, bring me one of those. I'm not gonna wash my hands. Yeah, don't cough, cough as well. <laughs> um, yeah. What a strange collective of people, right there. Well, she, she's 
they're they're immigrants. To this oh, great okay. She okay. teaches, I believe, English or or maybe just a citizenship test or something. This movie is very nineties. Mm. I feel like just like the. When did it come out? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. Brian was sharing some information before you came, and it was. Um, like it just had a hard, very hard time finding like distributors because like like this was even this was turned down to play at Sundance hmm. just because of its. Uh, so who who finally picked it up? The like filmmakers created their own distributing company <laughs> that then was one of many companies that was bought out by uh, Focus Features later on. But yeah, I haven't seen this. We covered this. I was saying before we started this podcast three and a half years ago and since this is 1998 I'd have to I think it was like right around this time three years ago that we covered the movie and I haven't seen it since because Brian even we were gonna cover this the Hoff fans voted for us to watch this and then it wasn't available anywhere so he had to buy a used DVD from somebody so how many more films do you have to for this re- doing rewatch, you know, oh, this, this is a re- rewatch. This is a rewatch. Yeah, because this is so. This is you're technically. This is a PS. I still love Hoffman. I mean, we finished PS. I love Hoffman a while back. I remember April it. to like two years ago. Yeah, and um, and so then I don't know when did we start PS. I still love Hoffman. We were just kind of wanting to start watching last them again. December, last December. Last yeah, and so um. We kind of took a note from the guys at Cage Club that started doing rewatches. So instead mm. of just discussing it like we did with you with the Master, we kind of it's asking a lot. But there's some loyal Hoff fans out there, or just you know Hoffman lovers, which are even not like our fans. I would even say, but you just it's like live if you're commentary. To this, you're pretty loyal. Yes, exactly. If you listen to this, you're pretty yes, you're pretty loyal. So thank you. Uh, but yeah, Ooh. so it's pretty much. He just said, "There's blood in my BM." Ooh. Oof. This movie's rough. Yeah. Also, like, what kid knows BN? <laughs> yeah, that is a strange life. Oh, and that, mean, that means because Dylan Baker is, you know, was up in... He got raped the by kid. the... Yeah. yeah. Explain that more, Kyle. What do you mean? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> The, the everything the the, the movie just... are they trying to figure out what's wrong with him yeah because remember he passed out in the car yeah he's like you're really cool mr blah 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 <laughs> but why are the cops there because they suspect he got molested or raped by by somebody but, yeah something happened yeah i'll get better better glasses than like these guys for that okay i don't right I don't, unless you guys are fine with this. i'm fine with okay. these yeah You can't throw the Johnny. I'm Johnny. Jesus Christ. Who's that guy? That, well, I remember he was in Callahan's talking to Dylan Baker, so that's that guy, that kid's dad, I guess. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'd, be, I'd be upset too. Yeah. Ooh, that's a crazy straw. Ooh, crazy, crazy straw. It's very nineties. Yeah. 
Do you guys ever have milk with dinner? No, never. You're right? Yeah. I just even remember being a little kid and specifically home alone and all of that big pizza scene. Yeah, there was having milk. milk. And I'm like, you're doubling down on the lactose. Like, not that I knew I had lactose at the time, but like, it's just like phlegm city. I don't get it. Didn't they spill? Didn't the milk spill? Yeah, they go, look what you did, you little jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Milk and Coke or Pepsi? It was definitely Coke in Home Alone. Yeah, it was Coke. I'm like, yeah, the, the movie we'll be talking after this. <laughs> well, there's both. Um, yes, because Fuller, who's played by his brother, Michael yeah. Wilkins' brother, uh, you know, he wets the bed. So. Mm. <laughs> easy that one. attic's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that whole house. The is basement's awesome. scary. I was but, afraid of. We had. A, we had like it's a scary, but like that's an amazing house. Oh, it's amazing. What, what is a? It was for sale somewhat recently. It's in the Chicago. What service. does Peter McAllister do? I don't know, but they. I feel like they both. He's loaded. Yeah. You got like twenty kids. He pays for his. That's cheap. a good working Irish class family. Let me tell you, in, the, in Chicago, <laughs> you think you think he's they, like Irish mob? He, he makes fucking sausage. Okay, let me tell you. You think Peter McAllister kills people for a living? Uh, he cleans it up. He's a cleaner. The father. The, the father. <laughs> Credit card. You got it. <laughs> Kids fucked up already. Well, so um, yeah. <laughs> how, how many more Hoffman scenes are in this movie? I don't recall. <laughs> so, um, just to <clears throat> well, we can like since Hoffman's not in a lot of the film, we can decide. We can spin the wheel of Hoffman during the movie, towards yeah. the end of it. I'll let you know uh, when we're at, like, you know, probably in 15 minutes. We'll spin the wheel of Hoffman 15, 20 minutes. Guys, if you're listening this far in, I know I haven't mentioned this, but you can check this podcast out on uh, <laughs> on Stitcher, Google Podcast, not Google Play anymore, it's Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And when Kyle and I get around to it, we will add Amazon to that list. I just don't know where the email is. Did you do it for your show? That just went in one ear and out the other. Did you add Amazon to your show? Joey emailed us. No, I haven't gotten an email from Joey in quite some time, I feel like. <laughs> really? No, I mean, when did he email? I think someone emailed us. I know Joey said it was in the email to add Amazon, and I just haven't been able to do it. Not that I haven't been able to do it, I keep forgetting. Wait, add Amazon in what sense? Amazon now you can get podcasts directly, not just no. Like, but ha- oh, add, wait, but add edit how? Like saying it? Like when we say no, literally, like you have to do something on the back. This is so fascinating, guys. You, you have to do something on the back end so that it, your podcast. Oh, the technical back end stuff yes. that we do now. So yeah, so it's okay. available I on Amazon Didn't as well. Know that. Okay, because Amazon now has their own podcast app. You know, Dan, I feel like the first podcast I ever listened to is when we drove cross-country together. Really? Yeah. What did we listen to? We listened to... Maybe Mark Maron? Or Bill Burr? Doesn't John Carlo predate that? I remember listening to... um, We are listening to Opie and Anthony Anthony on uh, the Grand Canyon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, like... That's why I can't say the first podcast I listened to because like, it was just like replays of radio shows, you know. So that's, I don't know if that really counts. No, but that's how I was no, I know, but like, it made me think of that. Yeah, I felt like we, I listened to 
or at least that's when like I, I didn't even really know and that wasn't too long ago that was like 2015 i still i always thought like you had to like pay for podcasts oh really yeah i didn't really understand i thought it like you know because then like it is a weird name for for what it is it's like it's, it's basically like a like a radio talk show but it's, it's for your ipod podcast yeah like a broadcast a podcast that's how it was like, oh yeah that makes sense that, yeah but like yeah now it's, we're so past that that it's like a random word but yeah that's what originally came from. I mean, because what they were, I mean, they like for like those some of those like OG guys. It's like two thousand seven, eight, where they really like. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure maybe some before, but like, I feel like that's when. But I didn't know because then that was also yeah, that's so that's like the same time where then you know Sirius and XM and satellite radio, and I just always assumed there was like some kind of subscription thing to it. I just didn't know anything about well, it. Well, a lot of podcasts too were on just. You have to go to the website. Like Bill Simmons, it was like on ESPN.com, his I podcast, see. and he was 2007, which is crazy. Okay, yeah. And there, yeah, there was that. I mean, And, and I, now I he's a multi-millionaire because he started because he, point, well, yeah. And he also got... Didn't, no, Spotify, yeah, Spotify bought his podcast yeah, network. It's but, crazy. I mean... It's the working class Bostonian. Yeah, like he... Well, I, Bill I mean, this has nothing to do with anything, but Bill Simmons, interesting story because like he was writing his column in the sports column and Jimmy Kimmel loved him so much that he hired him for the Jimmy Kimmel show. Ah. He was a writer on there. Interesting. Which is, it is very interesting. How do you like this one, Dan? And Brian? I like it. We're going That's through nice. a lot of flavor profiles. Which one is this? This is from Departed Souls. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a Pilsner. It's nice. It's a Pilsner, but it's a pretty hobby Pilsner. Yeah. So this film, it's hard for me to relate, especially on this watch like in a group of friends or stuff, because it's like we're trying to it, it 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 does this weird thing where it tries to get you to sympathize with a pedophile in a comedy, you know. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's not a but it does it does seem like he really does love his wife. He just has a sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> definitely nothing less than a sickness. It's even like more. I mean, I don't think he ever goes into where it stems from, but yeah, that stuff is just passed on. Hopefully, I mean, his son goes to. Well, we even saw he's in therapy because I commented on. Yeah, that he's a therapist and he's going into which I feel like a lot of therapists. I mean, you know the crafts. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I wish I wasn't facing your kitchen, Kyle. That's why I had to hide your cider donuts. Uh -huh. Because so I don't face them anymore. <laughs> but now I'm looking at like... Because, you know, I'm trying not to think of the this long scene where he's contemplating his pedophile lifestyle and the love of his wife. Um, I'm staring at like some bread on your counter. And yeah, some Danielle, Danielle made uh, sourdough. Ooh, I figured it was sourdough. That sounds good. I was thinking about going to White Manor on the way here. Ooh. You should have brought White Manor for us. Is it still open? Because I'm getting hungry. Bring white man. Still, after that, especially after that Callahan scene, I'm like, oh, really? it's still, it's still, yeah, it's still open. We'll finish this off, or I can you, we can order. I mean, not from the, I don't think that they don't deliver, but we can order from somewhere. It's up to you. I'm down. Whatever you, whatever you want. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys are hungry, yeah, give you like some cash and go to white man. <laughs> no, I can I can go right now while you guys no, finish this. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you if you're bored. I get why. No, How much longer do we have for this? Uh, you can kind of guess from we're at one thirty right now, so it depends. Remember, we don't go to the full end of the credits. I know, but kind of. I mean, a while, a solid forty-five minutes. If you're craving white mana, I could wait. 
I, I could wait after this podcast and then we can get some food. Or we could, like, I'm saying if that's the case, we might, guys, I know you're loving this conversation. This is the podcast <laughs> conversation. But, <laughs> it's just like, this, if, this is Kirby enthusiasm when it's uh, uh, Larry and I guess it's just. Is it, is it just Jeff? Oh, like, like what do you want for food? lunch? Yeah, I want hot food. Sushi? Too much mercury. <laughs> no, let's order something. Okay. Yeah. Unless you really want white mana. Um, I want to eat food. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll order something. It doesn't have to be white mana. It could be anything. Well, you're going to tell us though, right? Or are you going to surprise us? No, I'm going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. You guys are going to hear us ordering on here. <laughs> Put on a speakerphone. Yeah. That'd be fun. Ooh, that's fun. Oh wait, what's wait, what's her name? I don't know. I thought you said her name before. No, that was a different person. Oh, okay, because she is That's not the Woody Allen ex wife. Okay. Yeah. This movie has like a like a like a BBC sitcom quality to it. Like it's got like that haze. I don't know. I can't yeah. explain it. It is well, also I, like an old DVD. I think it's yeah, also yeah. the transfer of like the Is that what it is? Yeah. I feel like but yeah, you're right. Especially like with a so this, much brightness. Let's in the put scene. this way: yeah. whatever, like this has not been updated like since 1998. You know, like it hasn't been like you know, like DVDs will even get re-released and kind of like high fi cleaned you know, up. Like, yeah. yeah. But no, but also the look of it does have. I agree with you. I I think the haziness kind of comes from a lot of. There's definitely a little haze to the to the quality of the film. Yeah. What do you know about film? Hmm? I said, what do you know about film? <laughs> I used it a lot in college. <laughs> but you're a digital guy now. I am. You prefer the digital. It's just more economical, more practical. But I do like film, though. I know you didn't have, I mean, and I applaud you for it, but I know you had a very small wedding. But let's say you were to have like this elaborate wedding of, 500 people. Mm-hmm. You which, want... I, which I would I will, I would have again. Like, I mean, you're still so good. Have, yeah, why not? <laughs> but like, yeah. Well, you've, you've talked about, which I'm totally down for, like having a bachelor party that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully after this pandemic, yeah. we can do you, something. Yeah, at first you were thinking like a like a Mexican cruise. I yeah, think. I want to go on a cruise. Like I've never been on a cruise. Yeah. You just, you get stir crazy on the cruise. You see the same people the entire time. That's, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to ask like, you want this beautiful moment to pick it. Do you want it on film or do you want it on digital? Let's say it doesn't matter. Like the photographer's like, I'll do whatever you want. Okay. You want it on film or you want it on digital? Um, I would want it on film. Yeah. If I could afford it. Yeah, let's just say like. And, and the, whoever's shooting it knows what they're doing. Yes. Yeah, film. Hmm. You're probably going to get less. But honestly, at, honestly, at, at this point, I don't think it really matters because the digital equipment is so good that it can just be really? downgraded to look like film. That's interesting. Yeah. Because like, I think 15 years ago, if you shot it on a digital camera, it's clearly obvious you shot it on a digital camera because the quality, like they're still trying to figure out the technology of digital cameras. Interesting. 
Now, do you... <laughs> Someone listening is probably like, what are you talking about? There's a sex scene going on right now. So this is... I don't know if Kyle has been. This is commentary. This sex scene was shot on film. <laughs> yes, you're supposed to watch this and listen to our audio commentary. That's what this is. Yeah. Um, black and white versus color. Is black and white overused in your mind? What do you mean? Is it overused? In what context? Like, so, so when would you use black and white in your mind? When would you use color? If I were shooting... Pictures or movies? Whatever. I don't know. You tell me. When is black and white overused? When is it underused? I want a lesson right here. Uh, I think it depends what, like... Uh, wedding. Do you want it in black and white? Uh, no. I would, I would want it in color now. Yeah, I appreciate color a lot more now than I used to. I, I think, like, for a really long time, like, I always liked black and white because... I was still learning the medium and trying to understand it mm. through black and white. But now I definitely appreciate color a lot more. And, and, and black and white is easier to make things look good. It's, gotcha. it's, yeah. And like you said, the, the quality of digital these days is so good that like if you really want something, might as well shoot in color. If you really want black and white, just do it in editing. Yeah, you always have that option. You have yeah. that op- yeah. versus the other way you don't have that yeah. option. So here he is, our main man. With, uh, I don't know, his lady friend. But they're, he's not that interested in her. She's interested in him. What are those? Is, that she, is, she, is she wearing the, is that a scrunchie? Oh. Is that oh. a scrunchie? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a little big to be a scrunchie. Yeah. But it's very 90s nonetheless. Oh, this makes me sad. What are you guys in the mood for? Do you want pizza? Uh, I want to see what happens. Oh, sorry. For food? <laughs> yeah. I could eat pizza. Yeah. Let me do what I want. Doesn't you matter to me. Doesn't matter Doesn't matter to you? Okay. The more expensive, the better. <laughs> do you ever go to Boulevard Drinks? Remind me. It's the hot dog stand um, in Journal Square. No, really? It's yeah. it's good. You check it out. It's like a it's like a papaya dog. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I've been a papaya dog in a long time. Didn't it close down? Do they still have papaya dog in the city? They do. Or Grace Papaya? Grace Papaya closed down. I think they have the one that's like in Die Hard Three that was by my old job. Yeah. Oh, 96, uh, 96th Street. No, it's like seventy second. Oh yeah, on Broadway. Oh, they're yeah. dancing. Die Hard 3 coming soon to the Cage Club Podcast Network, hopefully on Third Time's a Charm. I wish this was a like newer um, subtitle ones, like we'll tell you like what song and have the link. Yeah. Is it, this is, oh, it's, yeah, I'm all out it's of air supply, yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. This is a great dance scene. Do we want like Cuban food or do we want pizza? Well, no, you've enticed me. No, but it's up to you. If we do Cuban, can we get like a variety and split it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Why don't we get Some like a stuff. yeah? Why don't we get like a Cuban sandwich and like yeah, some finger stuff? From, uh, <laughs> What's that? I just love how this expanded. But yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say no to that. It's one of my favorite cuisines. Yeah. Get some like fried yuca. Yo, definitely. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yo, that one. Yeah, that one. I know you love that Cuban food. 
Ugh. So you think he's actually interested in her, or? Yeah, I, yeah, he's lonely, she's lonely. There's a lot of, I mean, because there's a lot of sitting down in this movie, there's a lot of food scenes, I guess, because sitting down over... What else are you going to do? Podcast or eat, essentially. (laughs) Or have awkward conversations with your son. (laughs) This is plot set in New Jersey? Yeah. Yes. Because they have Jersey plates and stuff. So you see a lot of diners. That diner looks familiar, but then again. Yeah. I do love the the gaudiness of this scene right here and her dress. Her dress is perfect in this diner. Yeah. Her outfits are great in this movie. They're just very time appropriate and just Mm -hmm. like character appropriate. And yeah, just the way it's blending in with that weird texture, either cloth or vinyl. I don't know. Hopefully it's more vinyl for the sake of... Uh, I, I think it's vinyl, but it's not that, like, really... It's that softer vinyl. It's yeah. not that really tight vinyl. It's got a little, yeah... little grip to it. You know, after watching Election, I was, like... have this huge appreciation for movies that involves, like, really ordinary people in ordinary settings. And then, and Save then, it for that podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I, I'm, like, seeing this... I'm, like, seeing a lot of it in this movie. These movies are similar. Yeah. Yeah, this is without, like, while there has been a Welcome to New Jersey sign, obviously you spotted, like, the plates and stuff like that. With uh, with Election and Alexander Payne films, definitely, uh, you know, it's Midwest, usually Nebraska. Omaha, you know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <clears throat> definitely, I guess what I'm saying is, like, that. those movies are even just much more... Location. She had a half gallon of strawberry ice cream, a uh, fudge, and some key lime pie. Mm. Ooh, this is this is uh, the like opposite of uh, Travis Bickle, and like she could order anything. Like, I am by no means perfect, obviously. I am by no means... (laughs) But I'm by no means living my best life or anything like that. But when I watch movies like this, I am thankful that I'm also not living my worst life. You know? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, where I'm just, like, lonely in an apartment. Like... Yeah. Searching for things. Too much time in my hands and my thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we're all vulnerable to that. Of course. Yeah. So I podcast so I can share my thoughts with you people. <laughs> Kyle, you should have a podcast about your wildest thoughts. That that's meant for like the the past. Again, I wish I wish you started out a more like a stern track, like So uh what are you wearing under that? Like that kind of like stern like Was she a great fat lady? No, not that. <laughs> yeah, I think you sounded like Buffalo Bill right then. <laughs> <laughs> What's that actor's name? Ted. He plays Buffalo Bill. I know. I just he's covered really it on thirty films, and I Ted Levine. Ted Levine, yeah, okay, yeah. or Levine. I don't Levine, know. Levine, yeah. yeah, probably Levine. That makes more sense. <laughs> so this is a flashback. She's telling Hoffman about this story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like honestly, I, I'm like, oh, I don't remember this film. But then when you start watching, I start remembering these scenes. I'm like, oh, I remember why I don't remember this film.
Oh, God. Wow. Like, we needed this in this movie. So why is this movie called Happiness? I think it's the opposite. Irony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's pretty accurate. You guys want some fried pork chops? Fucking do it, man! <laughs> Come on. Well, don't get too much food because I don't want I don't want to like oh, overeat and like no. like oh, I gotta do a yeah, podcast. Like, <laughs> fuck. Chicharrón de pollo. Stop! Like, in, what? How much you have on there? Just get a. Think, I, just right, get, right now, I just have get a Cuban sandwich. Definitely, we're getting Cuban. Yeah, got, we're yeah, getting I, Cuban I got, snacks. That's I, what we're doing. Yeah, I got. I'm, I'm gonna get two. <laughs> I'm gonna get two um, Cubanos, and I've got yuca frita. Some like, like it comes three <clears throat> croquetas de jamón. So like, okay, okay, yeah, I think that's enough. Ah, I know. We're not. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. But not like fried pork or whatever you were going to get. Chicharron de pollo? I guess that's not pork, but you know, didn't you say like pork chops or yeah, something? Yeah, So we, okay, we don't have to get that. I'll get the chicharron de pollo. Is there a plantain side? Because I do like a little bit. Uh, I believe Does so. it come with? Cuban, I'll go to Cuban Bites. I'll do, ooh, a tour of Cuba. Oh, yes. No matter what it is, we're No, it's it. like, but there's like stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So like <laughs> <laughs> like we're getting the tour of Cuba. Oh, shit. She broke his neck? I don't remember that. It's fucked up. I mean, the guy that served it. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's strawberry ice cream again. Treat yourself. But he tried to rape you. Just, like, go to the cops. Don't, like... I've been throwing it out gradually ever since. This movie's dark. <laughs> wow. And then he asked that question. Did you cut off his... Oh, God. She still probably could get away with it. She would just get, like, a minimum sentence of desecrating human remains. Do we want to stunis? If that's the plantain side, sure. Is that one of the Cuban, the taste of Cuba? No, but that's just like, I'm just looking at the smaller things. I got Maduro's. Oh, if you already have the Maduro's, okay, we didn't yeah. use Sorry, Maduro's. I didn't say that. I can go full. Maduro's. Maduro's. You get the Maduro's. So, uh, Dan, how's uh, expected fatherhood so far? Oh, Mazel exciting! Mazel oh, did I? I, I, I nope. bop, bop, bop. <laughs> um, Stella is twelve weeks and four days pregnant today. Wow. Yeah, Mazel So we had a uh, we had our third prenatal visit today. Oh wow! Um, baby was we saw the baby's head, hands, and feet. That's like, I'm moving. I'm, Number one, haven't had any experience with that. I mean, well, like, you, but even like, know. no, like know. obviously with like Dan having a kid, my sister having a kid, I just, it always amazes me that early on there's like yeah. that stuff. It's, it's crazy because yeah. it's only a third visit yeah. and compared to like our first printout of the ultrasound, it's like a little, little zygote. Yeah. 
and the third one's already you already see a recognizable baby figure. That's crazy. It's crazy. But it's, it's really still crazy. like incredibly. Yeah, it's small. Like yeah, small. yeah, but yeah, but it's, it's but recognizable. It's, it's, so though. yeah, to me, it's just like crazy that it can be that small, but that defined. I guess is what yeah. I'm like, yeah. So as an expecting father, what do you think of this film? Um, <laughs> what do I think? I I'm grateful that I've, I've I've never had some form of sexual abuse in my life oh, God, to pass on to my kids. That. I wasn't thinking that, but yeah. It's funny because, not funny, but it's like fucked up because he has this, like, not a great date, but like he connected with someone as, like, fucked up as it is, but he still has the urge to call. He's trying to stop himself, but he still has the urge to call a random person and, like, jerk off to their voice. It's a fucked up movie. Mm hmm. I'm going to show this to my kids. <laughs> First movie they see. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't know you didn't, or, like, that wasn't public knowledge. Is it a public knowledge? No, it's public. I just haven't seen. I just haven't yeah, seen yeah, you in yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, it's something. But yeah, she's uh, um, due date is May tenth. You don't say we're pregnant. I knew you. You had mentioned that you guys were trying. Yeah, that, I, I knew that. Yeah, pulled the goalie. <laughs> pulled the goalie. Ooh, Laura from Boyle. Yeah. What was like her breakout? Men in Black Two and Wayne's World. <laughs> she dated Jack Jack Nicholson, and that was like really big for her. Really? Yeah. But like, she wasn't like wasn't in like any kind of bigger project before that. No, she has a really big. Uh, let me see what it is. I always forget. Um, is she the mom in Baby's Day Out? <laughs> I'll check right now. Um, <laughs> she was movie? in the practice. Baby's Day Out. I love Baby's Day Out. She was in the practice. Oh yeah, she was in Twin Peaks for a little bit. No, the Twin Peaks is definitely. Oh, was well, she the... in t- Twin Peaks? She was the Twin Peaks. <laughs> Famously, uh, we didn't talk about this on air, but I read it. High school summer party. She was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Dead Poets Society, and both times her scenes were deleted. Oh, <laughs> bummer! Wow, rough. Twin we... Twin Peaks, by all oh, means. Oh, like, that's that, that's like. You know, that, I mean, that got a lot of recognition at the time. But the practice and also became cult as well. The so. practice was a huge show. I know you and I practice didn't watch it after that, though. No, I know, but she yeah. she did 116 episodes of that. And was nominated for Emmy. Well, her and I always that's Dylan McDermott. No, who's the actor in that? I never remember. Who's like her male equivalent? There's like that other. Let's see. Yeah, Dylan McDermott. Okay, I always because then who's but the? She, but she she's not the main <laughs> like. Girl, I no, but she, no, but that was a big show. I remember seeing her on, uh, you know, all the teasers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because um, then there's, I always there's, I feel like there's actors the, of that generation. Okay, and there's like Dermot McRoll, who's the one in My Best Friend's Wedding? Oh. That's like Dermot McRolney or yeah, something. something like that. But I was gonna say, I was like, why? I'm th- the practice. Oh my god, it's the girl that he was dating before that yeah. is also from the practice. She's one of the main people in the practice as well. Oh. So they're both from oh, practice. Oh, yeah. Right? That's like, what like, I know her from. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Not that you know her from No, that, but, but like, like you know no, it's like that, and then there was like Boston Legal. Yeah, because like, they they're all in yeah. the same world. Yeah. David E. Kelly world. I know that, you were a big that, Alan McBeal guy. That slow hand move was reminding me of a mutual friend of ours. I won't, <laughs> I won't name names. <laughs> You're not my type. <laughs> Rough. Ever been on a date that that happened? 
did not like to. But you're the one who said it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I could honestly, I could see you saying that to somebody. <laughs> like mid date, like yeah, you're not my type. <laughs> Come with us. I mean, I'll continue the date. Oh with god, you. is that like the saddest? Is this the shortest but saddest walk back? The walk of shame. But like, but, no, but that's yeah, no, no good shame. Yeah, not shame. good. Sh- yeah, Kyle, I'm gonna grab some more cheese from your refrigerator. But we've got Cuban food coming. I need to. I need to warm my stomach up. <laughs> Do you want a piece of sourdough? I'll slice you a piece of sourdough. No, not during the podcast. Come on. Oh, cheese! It's like soft. It like melds into your mouth. Just a this has a very, uh, I'm a fucking idiot vibe to it, you know? He's always on the brink of failure, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He plays, yes, just such vulnerable characters. Yeah. And we talk about two women on the same floor. But I love this I love this woman's character. Remind me of college, kind of. My lonely, just like walking down the hallway and all of a sudden you hear a little noise. You're like, What's that? <laughs> Sounds like someone's having fun. Uh, what, what were you saying, Dan? He's always on the. You love her character. Oh, I said uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He always, he always, he's very good at looking like he's always on the brink of failure in all his in all of his roles. Most of it. What's the word we use, Kyle? Vulnerability. Yes, he's, he's very he's vulnerable. He's the best yeah. ever yeah. covering vulnerability. Vulnerability, and then, um, then also like a like assuredness, like arrogance in some characters. Because otherwise, he's so vulnerable. Other, you know, other than that. Remember like, when the trains looked like that? Oh, like in the mat, in oh yeah, in but like in like the mattress man in Punch Drunk Love. In even the master, yeah, yeah. like he does, he's, he's not sure. Like when he breaks and goes, "You pick fuck," you know, like <laughs> yeah. that's 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 him. Oh god, Ooh. that's him at that point. Like while he's so sure of himself and, and coaching, he literally is coaching everyone in that movie, mm-hmm. and then just breaks at that moment, and they see like, oh no, he's just as unsure and like out of control as the rest of us. Do you think this movie could come out in twenty twenty? Today. it's not going to be the same movie I think like this movie covers so many lack of a better edgy topics that I feel like each would be its own movie in today's world so Dan before you got here we discussed that there's a sequel to this in uh, 2009 that recasted everybody like for fun um, I love it. you need that I need I, that shirt I love my, my hair's it. like that length right now just need to do the stash but I was gonna say there is a huge like lack of diversity in this film maybe they're trying to depict like white middle classness but um, we have white middle class New Jersey in the sequel Phil Hoffman's replaced by Michael K. Williams you know the same character you know like Omar from The Wire yeah Kyle, if I compared your life to the arc of Omar from The Wire, would you be disappointed? I would be sad in what's to come. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's like one day I'll be in like the bodega on my corner and some kid will, to make a point, shoot me. Omar Omar from The Wire must have... Spoiler alert, I apologize. Must have the saddest arc in like ever written in, in... 
I remember being pissed off. I mean, I, I did not watch it at the time, but whenever I binged it for the first time, being like, oh, I, I wanted so much more for Omar, but then at the same time, it's, it is like, it's a perfect... It makes sense. It makes sense. It's, it's, um, oh God, help me out. Uh, we watched in high school, City of God. Mm-hmm. It's like that same kind of just storytelling of just, it's gonna keep going. The crime and everything mm-hmm. like that. So we don't have to wait again till. I love the way the J is on it on the new I love New Jersey shirt. Like I've never, I've never ever seen an I. I've never seen it until this this scene right here. Yeah, for living obviously right next to New Mm -hmm. York City, where that shirt is very. It's not like I see people wearing it a lot in the city, but they're around. I wonder, were those shirts, not New Jersey, but New York ones, were they big before John Lennon wore one? Did that, that had to have like kind of catapulted them in some way, right? Um, I'm not sure. It was, it was designed by Milton Glaser. Oh. He was the guy who, um. Do you know what, like around what time? The 60s. I think it was the 50s or 60s. I mean, they're huge as success. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought that they, so obviously then that, you know. That means that they existed. Like I, I figured that. I always much. see John Lennon though, like not that shirt, but the shirt that just. Oh, it's like, the other one. It's like New York, New, right? He just has New York on it. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that. I think he might have worn that. Shirt, I think but he I did wear it, but no. But I, you know, you're right. That is uh, more like that mm. one. The yeah, New York. So Milton Glaser, he was like the head of one of the chairs of the heads of the School of Visual Arts. Oh. In the 50s. oh, yeah. So he was like your, your alma mater. Yeah. So he was a he's a big name in the design world, and my dad owned a souvenir store um, that sold a lot of I Love New York. Oh, I remember you telling um, me that like that Born to Be Wild, Born to Be Wild <laughs> yeah. T-shirt, New York City. Oh, I love a shirt. This but he's his his one time he he owned one of his he named one of his stores I Love New York the same logo. Oh, and he got and a, got into like a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, with with, with the artist. And then he changed the name to Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you asking why they named this Happiness. <laughs> Your dad was just really troubled at the time. Feelings. It's a good it's like, name. Oh, it is I a like great it. name. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that should be the name of your podcast. That would be. <laughs> it was a it was a souvenir store in, in yeah. on Lexington Avenue in the late eighties. Lexington, what? yeah, Lexington and fifty like six. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, you're like wander a little bit from. I mean, obviously that's more east than like Rockefeller, but like you go, you start. I actually, that's kind of. I mean, you're heading towards like I feel like the Queensboro. Like, oh, let's go to Roosevelt Island. You stop by Feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this kid just depresses me. Is the brother? Did oh, I, I like the choice. He's always drinking. Juice or soda, and the brother's always drinking milk with his crazy straw. They were talking about high C earlier. Were you a big high C guy, Kyle? Uh, uh, I was a big sips guy. You sips guy? Well, yeah. was Cap- a big sips guy. Yeah. Cap- Capri Sun. Yeah, that was that was the most. Then high, then high C, but Capri Sun. And then what was the? They, I mean, they were way too sugary. Like even then, I felt they were too sugary. But what was the? 
what was the with the faces on them, the long bottles? Kool Aid, Kool Aid squeezers, Mondo. Yeah. There was Mondo no, but they too. Were, there were Mondo, Brian. I mean, there yeah, were the Kool Aid yeah. ones, but no. But what was there was there was Kool Aid squirts? That's what it was called. It was the same brand. Yeah. And then there was Mondo, like you said, and Mondo had more. It was a shorter. But the Kool Aid yeah, always had here. the Kool Aid guy's face on it, right? There were ones with like, like really like kind of like droop, different faces, like different emotions. Oh yeah, every time they were like little monsters, yeah, not monsters, like, but they were they were. I don't think that was Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah, there was like uh, I think they yeah. were called like Squirt It, right? Squirts, yeah. Squirts. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> no, 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 no. Squirt It. I think Squirt it was Squirt It. Yeah. yeah. I I just didn't it watching this movie. Me. I didn't want to go. Like I was like, is this movie putting my mind that low that I'm calling it squirt? <laughs> Let's see, Kool Aid squirt drink. I've definitely looked this up. Yeah, I no the Kool Aid ones had the Kool Aid guy's face on it. Kool Aid man, I should say. Let's see. I Google squirted juice and look what came up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Very happiness thing. <laughs> Squirt drinks like Mondo. <laughs> it doesn't the di- who is it? Oh, it doesn't he call him like? Ooh, what happens? He's the the dad the like the squeeze ball. it. It was called squeeze oh, okay. it. Okay, there we go. That's better. Um, the, no, no, so that was a different brand. You're right. Kool Aid was called Kool Aid Burst. Yeah. Squeeze it had like a different kind of yeah yep. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Sh- show Mondo and then Kool Aid burst in during <clears throat> the computer. That was a Mondo. So the thing. the bald the dad of the the victim yeah called and said you're a dead man. Oh God! I mean, not that I feel bad for him. Did you find who did you say? Yeah, remember Mondo's? I was a Mondo, Mondo kid too. Yeah. You remember Mondo? Nope. I drank a lot of those. And then Kool-Aid just had Burst, they were called. Did, who did you say replaced Dylan Baker? Ooh. Let me see. Alan Alda. No. Dylan Baker's... What's his character's name? Uh, Bill? Yeah, I think so. Syrian Hines. Oh, yes, okay. Montreada. What about the police are there? He's in there will be blood, right? Serene Hines. Yeah. 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 I feel like Dylan Baker could play of that era in There Will Be Blood. Yeah. I can see that. At the end of There Will Be Blood, does it... It kind of time jumps, right? Like... Like, the ending is like, I mean, his son has grown up. Like, it's not like they're showing you over the years, right? I feel like there's a little bit of a time jump at the end of that movie. Yeah. Because he visits, like, doesn't Paul Dano visit him? In the mansion. And then he's like, I'm finished. And that whole thing. But I'm just trying to think, like, I mean, Dylan Baker, he definitely fits in. Like, I feel like he could have been on, like, Boardwalk Empire if he wasn't, if I'm not remembering correctly or something. But, and I know that's when There Will Be Blood ends in, like, I think right around the crash. You know what? I was pulling up the wheel of Hoffman, but I'm like, shouldn't we do that just at the mid-month if we're not going to do a vote? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, sorry guys. A tease. No wheel of Hoffman. But you can listen to my podcast, High School Slumber Party, at cageclub.me. That, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's Sorry, just watching this. That's cageclub.me. 
or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, Kyle, you have another podcast as well, right? Foodie I've heard Films, in which I still have to have Dan on for an episode. You've never been to Foodie Films? No. I have not. No. We've had... He's, he's oh, sh- what do you want to talk about in Foodie Films? I mean, normally... Food films. Normally, like, I highlight, like, you know, we talk a food-centric movie and mm-hmm. then a food scene from a non-foodie movie. Okay. And then just, like, a speed round of questions. But I know you've also stated before, like, we could just do... You've brought up to me some great... A bunch of food scenes from non-foodie movies. You're so you're so high concept, Dan. When you text me, you're like, "Let's do every final destination." Like, no, 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 let's start with one. <laughs> so I'm curious where that's gonna go. But like, I could do like, what's a non-foodie movie like? Well, what's a foodie movie like? A, a movie that's specifically that, yeah, like around food. specifically around food. Okay. Someone that works in food. The movie yeah. takes place in a bar or a restaurant, mm-hmm. and then a non. Like a foodie scene from a movie. I mean, like food, imaginary food fight and hook. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> many food scenes in Goodfellas. Although, like, I still like none yeah. of the work. It like you know, I know there's some ca- we meet some characters that own a bar or something like that, but it's not you know a food centric. Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah, Ratatouille is a you know the movie Chef. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I mentioned to you like Bon Appetit. They did a, a slideshow about. The greatest sandwich sandwich scenes in, mm-hmm. in a variety of movies. So yeah. it was like specific to yeah certain things. Kyle, is Black Hawk Down on your list? Foodie films? It's about a food sor- shortage in Somalia. <laughs> that could be good. Put <laughs> me on that one. I'll talk about it. I'll, I'll have both of you on for that one because the two of you can talk about it. And I'll just sit there and just. Uh... It is. I mean, there's food. Is that scenes. Ridley Scott? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Have you talked about the food fight scene in Hook? I think technically, yeah, with you, you and John, but you guys didn't have much to. Uh... No, 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 that's nothing. I, but I would one hundred percent. That's one of just even like my all time favorite films. Mrs. Doubtfire or Mrs. Doubtfire? You did Mrs. Doubtfire. A, a scene from that, but again, one. But with you, but that's also retalking a scene with someone different. Obviously, that's yeah. Gonna, like one of your, uh, one of the the things that. <laughs> That like, I remember. Oh, this is when he's like explaining to yeah. his son what he did to his son's friend. He's oh. like, I fondled him. Ugh. I couldn't help myself. God, I was gonna say, uh, there's a foodie film scene. It's a great food scene, but like, I think he realized while talking about it, like, maybe this doesn't translate to podcast. Was a Saturday Night Fever with like the two pizzas. This was early on. It was also, and I know she's not listening, but nothing against Stephanie. It, it wasn't. Something that she chose to pontificate on. I know there's other people that that would. Oh, I that's love the that whole, scene. That's the whole thing. I love talking, but it's hard to play, you know. Well, yes, it's hard to play, but I've I've gotten past playing a lot of like a clip from a movie or a clip, you know, or the clip of the food centric scene, you know. I don't do that on every episode you know, mm-hmm. now because also some are just really hard to find mm-hmm. to get like the audio for. So just to talk about it. I mean, if you know about it, you know about it. If you don't watch that movie and take it. Let's, let's do, um, um, I'm going through all the James Bonds right now. James yeah. Bond films. And let's do, a, let's do a food episode revolving around James Bond. Where are you at? Where are you High at right concept now? stuff. Um, I'm on the, I'm only on the second one from Russia with Love. Oh, but okay. I just downloaded all of them. There was oh. this great line in Dr. No where like he like, he like he gets laid by one of this like one of the women in this in this movie yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. bond girl and and he's like he's like i'm hungry he's like let's get she's like oh i could like i can make you like chinese 
She's like, no, I want Italian. I want, I want festive. I want wines. He was like so demanding. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the queen and country. <laughs> By the way, it has commercials. That's more but, Roger Moore. Yes. <laughs> but Pluto TV has like almost all the Bond films oh, okay. for free. Yeah. I've been repping that a lot because that's where I watch my three oh, kid. <laughs> when. Never mind. <sighs> Oh, why don't we do, um, like, uh... Yeah, I feel like that one will take a while, because I'll have to watch all of them um, as well. Space food. Like, st- food in Star Wars, food in... Oh, I was like, is that a movie? I <laughs> space food, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Astronaut ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I love astronaut ice cream. Every I, used to, I always used to get that in... It wasn't a Discovery store, but remember the... I know we've talked about it. Um, the store... This is... Oh, I really like this beer. It's um, great. You want yeah, a little bit, but you, 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 I've had it before. Oh. You enjoy it. Um, Paramus Park? Yes. The one, remember that store at Paramus Park? It was on the first floor, so like, and it was right by like the hub where the mannequins were, the water fountain, and there was like a nature education store. Mm-hmm. It had like Paramus right Park Mall? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. When you walked in almost in the front entrance, not everyone walked in the front mm-hmm. entrance, but you know what I mean. Today, it's like the main entrance, too. I Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, if you were looking at that waterfall that had the escalators and mm-hmm. the mannequins, it was to your, if you're looking at it, it was like to your back right. Okay. And no, I'm just saying it was, that was a store I would like whenever my mom or my sister See, I bought like, a shopping lot of, at the mall, I would hang out there in like the Disney store and then they would always get that. I would always get there was a, there was also a, There was also a toy store there that was very like high educational toys, like more like Oh, wasn't it like Learning Express yeah, or something, something like, like that? that? Something like that, yeah. There were, it wasn't just like crap. It wasn't KB. Yeah. Yeah, yeah KB was... KB's awesome, but still. It was awesome. <clears throat> KB was awesome. KB was better than Toys R Us. There was still a KB Toys. I had a friend in college that worked at a KB Toys in uh, Ramsey. Oh, really? Because uh, like, still, K- it was still open in 2009. KB Toys had really? everything that Toys R Us had. Yes. Condensed. Uh, <laughs> they, they also had the rare ones, too. Like the rare, like yeah, if you're looking for a like specific action figure. There. there was KB exclusives. Toys R Us was just like cool because it had like 30 of the Barbies. 30 <laughs> of whatever, you know? Like KB yeah. had like two. But who still had the same it's stuff? It's more exclusive there. How do you like this beer? It's pretty good. It's good to smoke. Yeah, what kind of beer is this? It's from Big Alice in Queens, which mm. Brian sent me an article recently. They're uh, opening up a new large facility upstate in the Finger Lakes. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, no, they uh, constantly win awards for beers. And this one is, like, to me, perfect. I just want this with, like, pretzels and sausage. And it's called... King and Qu- Kings and Queens of Bavaria. Mm, it's delicious. German style. Yeah, it makes me want to eat German food. Right? Yeah, their main one is in LIC. And right now, oh wait, God, this is so, this is more foodie films than happiness. But LIC, like the brewery scene's amazing now. And you can pretty much walk to all of them now. Which is and then great. they have the one in Industry City, is mm-hmm. that what that place is called in Brooklyn? Which I haven't been, but I want to go. Yeah. Uh, you know where I've been wanting to go lately, but it's closed down? Lederhosen? Yeah. Well, yeah. you can't. I mean, what's a good place that's that's like leader? Well, another like, place also then closed down. Um, what was the name of that place? It was in like the. It was kind of in like I don't want to say the I don't call it the Lower East Side, but maybe that's technically the Lower East Side. I don't know. Um, 
What's a good German place to go anyway, to? Did right you know now? that this was? That's why it's called the Kings of and Queens of Bavaria. This is a oh God. This is so not happy. <laughs> but this is a collab with. This is the brewery in Bushwick. Have you ever been there? No. Yeah. There's a brewery like in Bushwick, like right in downtown Bushwick. Oh. That's this one. KCBC. I've been with my brother. Oh, totally. And I don't know what this one is. The Beer Trekker. See this on the right? I didn't oh. realize it was a collab. I'll have to. Well, that one I sent you, I'll have to show Dan the picture because we saw it in theaters together. The Lighthouse. That was like a collab between four yeah. of them. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that until after. Like I, I wish I wish we bought, because, I mean, you know, oh God, we shouldn't talk about this now, but Spider Bay <laughs> obviously is like, I feel like a brewery that my cousin discovered. I have one on the Saison's lot if we should have that, if we want to. And um, Lauren, that's like, was Lauren's favorite movie of that year. So I wish, like, if I would have, if we would have acquired that for the, the you know, her. That would have been nice. What, for tomorrow? Yes. Wait, her favorite film of the year? Spider-Man. Of that year. No, Lighthouse. Oh! Or like, whatever year it came out, that was, like, her number one film of that year. Oh, yeah, last yeah last year. I didn't, I haven't, oh. I haven't, I'll have to speak to her. This is so weird! <laughs> Who writes this movie? There's some big, fake hoo-hahs. The young kid is, uh... Yabos. They're called. He's learning about himself right now. Dan, I gotta show you. I apologize. Hawk Hawk fans, it is becoming, um... (laughs) More foodie films. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Do we need to see that? Why did you want us you to watch your first time? Oh, oh, the dog. Oh, oh, I forgot. Oh, God, no. Why do you have us watching this, off fans? So this was shot to in, in Boca, by the way. Oh, that's not... Um, I thought that was... Oh, does he lick the mom's face? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. It just lingers on him. Someone wrote this like... That's the end of the movie, Yeah, I want to be as offensive as possible. Yeah. That's the end of the movie? Yes. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Great line. So, so Dan, what was... That's... just going to say that. You like the movie. Oh, wait. 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 I'm... Oh, I'm finished is There Will Be Blood. I was... Are you quoting... There Will Be Blood. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, the, the, the master is just like... No, stick it back in. (laughs) So that was P.S. I Still Love Hoffman's rewatch. Probably a terrible rewatch, but whatever. Of I gotta watch that and like sit down and watch the whole movie. I will. will, Not my decision. Your decision. Borrow it. Borrow it. Yeah. Let us know what you think, Dan, and appreciate you stopping by and coming on. And just want to again plug that the two of you will be on my show. uh, Same day. Same day. Election. I mean, election season is here. The Actual election day is tomorrow as of this release date, and we'll be talking election on my podcast, High School Slumber Party. But of course, you can follow this podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and tune in for the mid-month. I don't know what day it's on, but it's like the the middle Monday of the month. Kyle, are you looking at your calendar? Yeah, it is the 15th. Straight in the middle. Easy. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a Monday, 16th. (laughs) 
the 16th and we'll uh let you know what we're going to watch next on the 16th we'll spin the wheel of hoffman and this has been very much appreciated kyle i don't think you need to plug foodie films because the last third of the episode was us ordering food drinking beer (laughs) yeah the dog licks some cum sorry oh god Uh, oh god on that note (laughs) thanks for having me glad i came (laughs) kyle you have to end it stay on cool offense Thank you. I believe in miracles. Since you came.